In the White House, President Eisenhower signs the proclamation that makes Alaska's entry into the Union official, nearly 92 years after Lincoln's Secretary of State bought the territory from the Russian Tsar for $7 million. The Alaska Wild Project podcast is brought to you by the following sponsors. Barney Sports Chalet, supplying hunters with the best hand-selected gear since 1963. The exclusive home of Frontier Gear, built for the rugged Alaskan terrain. Your one-stop shop for all your outdoor needs. Visit Barney's today at 906 West Northern Lights. Arbor Digital, the forefront of digital assets, cryptocurrencies, and wealth management. Providing a low-cost, research-based investment strategy for Alaskans looking to invest their hard-earned money. Visit arborcapital.io today to put your money to work. Tailored Restoration 24-Hour Emergency Home Services. Helping Alaskans restore their dreams since 1972. Services include fire, water, mold, post-emergency cleaning, repair, and remodeling. Give them a call in Anchorage, Eagle River, Matsu, or Fairbanks. Hit them up at tailoredrestorationalaska.com. Total Truck and Alaska Overlander, Alaska's premier supplier for custom automotive accessories and overlanding products, providing all-inclusive rental vehicles and trailers custom outfitted to explore the Alaskan backcountry with a unique and convenient traveling experience. Serrano's Mexican Grill, two locations, one on Tudor, one on Northern Lights. The Northern Lights location has their new tequila bar. Check it out. Also see their daily specials at serranosmexicangrill.com. TheTreehouseAK.com, located at 341 Boniface Parkway, Alaska's own and grown cannabis and CBD store. Ask the bud tender what the strain of the day is to get your 10% off. The Treehouse, where the culture lives. The Connoisseur Lounge, Alaska's premier locally owned and operated cannabis retailer, located in the heart of Palmer, Alaska. Their cultivated products include Snowcap Romance, Aurora Haze, Superglue, and much more. Find them at theconnoisseurlounge.net. AKO Farms, located in Sitka, Alaska, built from the ground up with concentrates as their single motivation, with exclusive products such as their sugar wax, full-spectrum diamond sauce cards, and more. Ask your local bud tender about AKO. Marijuana has intoxicating effects that may be habit-forming and addictive. Marijuana impairs concentration, coordination, and judgment. Do not operate a vehicle or machinery under the influence. There are health risks associated with consumption of marijuana. For the use of only by adults 21 and older. Keep out of the reach of children, and marijuana should not be used by women who are pregnant or breastfeeding. The Bait Shack, located on Ship Creek upstream of the bridge. Can't miss the bright red shack. They're the go-to fishing gear rental and guide service on Ship Creek. Tight lines and fish on. Come hook into the action with them. Hit them up at thebaitshackak.com. Anchortown Dogs, located on 4th Avenue across from the old 4th Avenue Theater. Look for the blue and gold umbrella. From reindeer dogs to bomb euros, they've got you covered. Anchortown Dogs, your local gourmet hot dog and sausage cart. Crude Magazine, Alaska-based media outlet using the last frontier as a springboard to discover larger truths about the cultures of our great state. Read more at crudemag.com. Lawn Pro AK, Alaska's year-round professional property maintenance team. Services include snow and ice management, weekly lawn care, and more. Get your free estimate today at lawnproak.com. Double Shovel Cider Company, located off of Arctic and 58th. 
handcrafted Alaskan-made colonial ciders. They also have a tap room downtown on the corner of 5th and E. Stop by today and taste an award-winning cider. Lady with a Plan, your own Alaska event planner. From scouting the perfect location to planning the tiniest details. Specializing in event management and production for intimate social gatherings. Find Lady with a Plan on Instagram. What what trail did you hike the other day? Where was this? Oh, I can't tell. Oh, is it one of those deals? I I can't tell secrets. You got to bring that closer to you there. Well, if that's the case. It's still going anywhere you want it. Roger. If that's the case, the answer is just Upper Huffman. I mean, it's just easy, and that's uh, where well, you went. We're just in Hatcher Pass, like. Oh, there you go. Yeah, Perfect. That works too. I mean, there was Perfect. like hundreds of people there. Yeah, I can see them lined up. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Alaska Wild Project, episode seventy-three. We have our buddy Zach Kenner from Hardworking Hunter in here. Thanks for coming in, Zach. Yeah, man. Thanks for having me. We Boy, when you it. add Hardworking Hunter to it, I sound so official. It, it is no, official. No, it does. It does. <laughs> Get the mic like right, kind of right, yeah, right up, yeah, almost right. like. I want to taste it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, almost. Ooh, that almost, is a little crisper. Yeah. yeah, almost getting your like beard hair stuck in there. It will. It's kind of what you want to do. <laughs> <laughs> Happens to me every single week. No, yeah. Thanks for having me on, guys. It's awesome. Yeah, we were we were talking before we recorded on on it feels like sheep season. Yeah, you know, and you, we saw your little video post over there and how it's just the the weather's dropped, the rain's coming. Yep. It's go time. And, yeah, the and mountains have fog in them. Yeah, it's nice. Shocker. It's nice. It yeah. feels good. It feels good. It was too hot, man. I, I'm not a heat guy. Me neither. No, this was, we needed it. I mean, it was it was dry, very yeah. dry. Everywhere needed it. Uh, even Fairbanks got a good dose a couple of days ago, I think, too. So. Oh, did they really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, one of that circle fire, was it the one that's burning pretty hot up north? Did they, oh, did they, they, they know, put a dent in that at all? I, I mean, don't know. Okay. Yeah, it's like. Healy-ish area, I think. Mm. Is it Healy? Yeah, yeah, up there. I don't or clear, know. clear fire. I'm sorry. Clear, clear That's fire. What it was. My bad. Clear, clear fire. Yeah, clear. clear. I, you know what? What do they have a website where you can look that? Yeah. Shit up? Oh yeah. yeah, they do. Yeah. What is yeah. it? Um, I just Google like it's Alaska like, Fire and it pulls up a bunch of other. Bullshit. No, I like it's like something Firewatch. I'll, I'll pull oh, okay, it up. Okay, so you can find it. Yeah. No, it's got like the latest and greatest and all of it, but. Um, I, I'm just gonna run down a little history on on how we initially met Zach. Um. We were deep in the Brooks Range, and, and we... 2019. And tw- was it 2019? 2019. And, I was uh, thinking about it today. I was like, man, what year was been a that? minute. Yeah. yeah, it was a minute. I think we came out skunked. We were uh, yep. he- heads hanging low, feet well, we dragging. Well, we found that, though. Yeah, yeah. You guys yeah. had that deadheaded camp. In oh, fact, yeah. that, that's why I stopped, right? Like, I'm driving by. You guys just got back to the too, pickup. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because yep. I had been in there the week before, and... Uh, came i was i was bow hunting and i came super close to to uh, connecting on a ram and it was like the next drainage down i think but then i saw your guys your guys' pickup was there when i had left and then i left for a few days had to take care of some stuff and i came back and it was still there but then there you guys were and then i saw a curl and i was like oh no they shot my ram (laughs) (laughs) and then you came up and like oh yeah they didn't shoot shoot it yeah yeah and we're like we didn't even see it we didn't even see one yeah you guys walked right by it (laughs) exactly (laughs) it's like i don't know how you didn't shoot it i pushed it right to you guys oh man that's how it is they just sneak in there and hide man yeah yeah so we come out and zach comes up and we chatted for man hours there as we're you know struggling i don't know how many miles we put in that that time um that was great it was that like was great. 70 70 something i clocked it for the whole seven days or six days it was like yeah. 70 something total miles yeah hiked 
Yeah. The last day was really tough because we like packed up and went out and around and about and and it was pouring. Fucking just <laughs> buckets. That's, that's also partially the reason I was gone for three days. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so I saw the storm coming and it, I had just busted that ram and I was like, you know what? And I was I was I was honestly defeated. Also, yeah. I'll be honest. You know, I remember. I, yeah, I got you my showed butt up. You're like, dude. And and. Uh, yeah, because he was so close, I could taste it. I had him, with, you know, right there within 100 yards, and oh, it was just it was a 10 year old full curl. Oh, yeah. Did oh. you end up going back in? I think you said you were going to yeah. drive up and you were going to think about going back in there. Well, so I did. I I picked a different spot, uh, and because there, there was another ram that I had saw, I went in. Never did find him. I actually did. I found a deadhead too, though. Oh, you did? Yeah. Yeah. All oh, right on. Uh, he was. I think he, well, the way his curl was, I think he died in the spring where he would have been right at 10, mm-hmm. you know, and full curl. Yeah. I mean, looks really a lot like that one. Yeah. Same genetic. So, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Kind of, kind of shitty, really, you know, yeah. finding him like that. Yeah, yeah, it is, man. But actually, we were so excited. <laughs> oh, no, I was <laughs> well, too. We Don't found him. We're like, yes, we're coming home with something. <laughs> yeah. Well, we talked to, um, a buddy that had a guide buddy up in that area, and they had found like three mm. deadheads. Yeah, and then I remember catching wind of the one you found after. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's an Instagram or yeah. you reached out to one of us or something, but it was kind of like, damn, well, that's why we only saw one so legal ram, mm-hmm. you know, and like no ram. Like we didn't, we saw a couple sheep, but like not a lot. Yeah, well, I mean, then and we talked to uh, who do we talk to, man? We talked to someone at at the. Um cold foot area there mm-hmm. just a local cashier yeah somebody that told knew us about was the kill yeah something like it got all iced up and mm-hmm. and they couldn't move and the wolves were able to get in there but i think the one that we saw was like an avalanche deal it looked like it mm-hmm. or it had fallen yep yeah, yeah. or it had fallen yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. it happens that's yeah. that's where you look and if you're gonna just go you know randomly looking for deadheads yeah like starting the avalanche shoots yeah yeah. You kind of wondered if it was one of those deals where it like it got so exhausted during the rut that maybe it was like looking around for food and just just had its you know it's so hands. tired and, yeah. and then it just gassed out and one thing too or, though like you know the way that those just from you know turn the tops of the mountain there's only one way to go and it's down you know so you you know if if, if those things get to rolling at all it's like they're just Oh yeah, yeah, they're not catching yeah. their feet really. Yeah, you know they're just going to end up in those bottoms. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. True. and then in a big ram, you know, I think is like he's been living up there for seven, eight, nine, ten years, and he's like knows the ropes and he knows how to. He's had close calls before, and he's mm-hmm. he's pretty well aware of his surroundings. But like when they're just gassed out, exhausted after the rut, mm-hmm. half the time I hear they're so tired they can barely even get up to find food. Then if you get early snow. Or something where now they got to really look hard for it, that they're kind of like playing catch up, and sometimes it's too late. Yep. Oh yeah, for sure. And then they'll die off or fall or whatever. But yeah, it's kind of a reality check. Like, damn, like this has got to. If you know of four or five deadheads in a kind of a general area, you know, like the population overall got slammed. Yeah. yeah. Mortality, not mm-hmm. by hunters. It was just, Hell yeah. You know, Mother Nature decided that. They it was their turn. Yep. So <clears throat> no, it was a. Uh, I don't know. I I wouldn't. I stopped back in there last year actually, uh, and picked up a herd of rams that I had saw from the year before. So I mean, there's there's a few. They're, yeah. they're still there. Just That's good. Not not like they were. 
Yeah, yeah, I don't like yeah a little bounce back. Mm-hmm. A little bounce back. Yeah, that's kind of why we kind of gave it a break there. But other dudes are still hammering it for sure. They are. I I can't wait to go back. Like I got a different plan this year with my, with Jack, our other buddy. Um, but we're already talking about maybe next year gonna mm-hmm. go go back somewhere around there, some of that area. I just love the Brooks, man. It's mm-hmm. just like my favorite so place beautiful. on earth. Yeah, no, there's there's definitely something about like you know sometimes it's not about killing necessarily the biggest ram, but it's about killing a ram in a certain spot. Mm. You know, oh, yeah. You know, yeah, like yeah. like to me, I have a couple of those spots that I've been in. Honestly, low low sheep density, um, mm-hmm. but man, I just fall in love with the spot, and it's like it would mean a lot to me. No matter how big it was, if, if I killed a ram there, yeah, yeah, you get know. one out of here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a cool w- way to look at it. Yeah, kind of similar to like I've been telling you about uh, Lucifer. I went with my buddy Jack last year in, in his area, um, and I spotted this one that has like a, a deformed horn. Oh yeah, um, it goes like down like this, and it's eventually going to kill it. You know what I'm saying? Because it's almost oh, like yeah. going to just go right under its jaw there. And I want that one so bad. Like I don't know why. I just want that one. I'm sure. I'm sure there's there was tons of other nice ones, but that one it just seems like man, I want that one. Yeah, yeah that super non typical. Yeah, no joke. Yeah, like that that would be cool. Have you seen any much of that? Like mm, crazy deform stuff? stuff. I know I saw man, a guy that posted I, one that just had the one. I've seen. I mean, see deer and stuff. I actually haven't seen one myself that's been deformed, Um, and I've seen pictures of them of guys seeing them, but I haven't seen one. Mm -mm. Yeah, we were talking about the legality of it and where it was because we couldn't. It was pretty far, but it was like, uh, does it pass the the bar one? Like the the, the test? Yeah. So um, a guy killed one one year. I saw where it flared like just straight out but it did it was like and he i think he shot it it was either like six i think is how old it was you know i mean so it it was not full curl on its normal side yeah but Mm -hmm. that but that one side like like did a weird something uh yeah and and he said he passed it the year before even though it was pretty close to full curl on that weird horn anyway Hmm. and then he's like he said the next year when he saw him he got the perfect look and he's like that thing corkscrewed it's like there's there's no way like it's definitely a full curl and he shot it and it was i mean it was young but it was still cool like yeah Yeah. and he got it sealed right i mean yeah fishing oh yeah yeah he's like he looked at the i guess his biologist looked at it he's like yep i'm definitely giving that to you You know you just kind of perfect at a side angle and that thing corkscrewed so it was pretty cool but oh, that's fishing a tough game, one, man. Tough it's always one. nervous when you go in there and talk to those guys. <laughs> that's like, like, man, when it comes to the full curl test, feel to it when they're like right out full curl is so freaking nerve wracking, right? And and anymore, well, I mean, what I've personally taken two sheep, and both of them have been three quarter curls because I count rings. Because I, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I don't know, I've I've handled enough of them that I feel pretty confident counting rings, and and even on the backside, like you're. The backside doesn't normally lie, right? And no. the, ram, the ram I killed last year, it took me three and a half hours to to finally get the angle I needed. And, and you get know, get up I, in bed and turn and give oh, you yeah. all the yeah. He yeah the, he rebedded like two or three times yeah, in that. It's and, awesome when and they do that. Finally gave me the angle where I was like, he's either eight or nine, like for sure. He, you yeah. know, I, the seven or eight. That's too close. Like you got to let him walk. Yeah. But uh, mm, you know, nice. yep. it, but when you have <laughs> room for error. Like and then he ended up being ten anyway. He had a hairline that I couldn't see, so you know. Was, Even oh, they added mm-hmm. one. Yeah. Oh, that's nice because they <laughs> took away like two from yours, didn't they? Yeah. We well, thought one, it was eleven. One. one. 
So it took away one. Yeah, okay. Yeah, Mm. it was nine. And we were all like, oh, it looks like he's 10. Because we watched the one that we got out of there. Well, we got two, but I got that one. And we looked at it for three days. And by the third day, it was like, man, like we're counting. No, over and over and over again. feels like 10 every time. But it was like, well, nine, yeah, we're good. But like, sure wanted to make it 10. They're like, oh, it's a false ring. It's like, I, I got the false ring whole, like, spiel mm-hmm. but it didn't match that one so yeah. i was like if that's what you guys want to say fine <laughs> that makes you feel better yeah and then i got shit for taking my first sheep on rings oh they'd love to I, give shit about that i know yeah. the guys aren't confident in it right i mean obviously if you're not confident and don't do it but i'm uh, i'm more confident in counting eight or nine rings than i am one that's you know within somewhere in an inch of full curl yeah like i i mean i because, you know, to, another thing is you get that hairline, right? And and the later in the season you get, the taller that hair gets. And so the taller that hair gets, a lot of times, like if you're trying to actually connect the tip of the horn to the base of the horn, that hair just keeps growing up and that white gap gets bigger. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And, uh, yep. you know, just yeah. not something you can rely on. And But rings never change. Right, that's true. I, I felt like I got dadded, like we got dadded. Oh, oh yeah, we did, we did. Yeah, <laughs> like the one guy. I don't want to bust out who it was, but the one guy there, he was just like, Whoa. I just felt like my dad was like scolding us, like, like come on. Oh, I man. got dadded hard last year too. Oh, I bet you did. Oh my god, I got dadded so hard. I'm, I don't know, it's just me. I'm more confident in rings. Like, I mean, the, the, plus there's only been a couple that have been taken while I was, you know, part of the hunt that were like obvious, you know, well over an inch and a half full curl, you know, like obvious. Yeah. yeah. Um, my dad's that, uh, we got for him. He was a ride out full curl, but same thing. I counted nine and I was like, it doesn't matter. Like, and he was only on one side with like probably only a half inch full curl, you know, but he was nine. So yeah, yeah it was official. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah. Cause yours was like, Hands down, there's no questions asked. Like flared out, like yep. the yep. Kuyu fucking thing. <laughs> emblem. Like it was like just like <laughs> yeah. There was no out. doubt. It was like okay, perfect. That yeah. one's for sure. You're shooting that one. Okay, let's watch this one for a while. Yeah. yeah so that's yeah. why we waited a couple more days to watch the other one. Mm-hmm. But like, what's crazy is like my two Rams. They would never be full curl ever. <laughs> they don't have the genetic. Right. They'll just keep going out, right? Yeah, they flare too much. Oh, well, or, yeah. or even just the genetic of mine from last year. He really isn't, it wasn't a very big ram at all. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and as far as score goes, but he kind of, I mean, he just, just three quarter, just like a bloop. I mean, I mean, what? He's only got maybe two or three years tops to live, on and average, they're not, yeah. they're only going to grow a, yeah. qu- a quarter inch a year on those last yeah. three years. Like, he, he wasn't going to make it. Yeah, yeah, it makes you wonder, like, there's probably a lot of legal rams that get. Let walk. Let walk. Mm-hmm. And I mean, and I think too, a lot of it is like a hunter standard. I know mm-hmm. Jack's a big advocate for like, if it ain't broomed, I'm not even shooting. You know, it's like he's taking enough with between him and his dad. Yeah. And like, they're not, he's looking for a specific, mm-hmm. like he's not going to shoot a, like a close to, uh, it's, it's seven but full curl or it's, you know, right. it's got eight rings, but not, you know, he, or, um, you know, it's 10 with the ring. He's not doing that. He's just like. I'm either going home empty-handed or I'm going to shoot one that's like well, you an want. old beast. Yeah. 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 And that makes it easy. Well, that comes with a lot of sheep honey. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Before yeah. you de- before you like <laughs> decide you're going to go that route. Yeah. Because it is a lot to like go in and be like, I'm probably going to come home empty-handed. 
Well, I think that's probably the real reality. It, it not probably it is the reality most of the time because you can see all the Instagram photos that you want, like a dude getting a sheep every year. That's not actually how it usually works, right? Yeah. One of your guys in the group might, right? But not like you every time. Some some guys do, and they got that spot or whatever. But I mean, realistically, yeah, we're all going out there with the intention, but knowing that it's maybe not that likely, and we want the experience and everything that comes along with the mountain hunt. But you get where I am. It's like, yeah, baby. Oh yeah, I mean, anymore. I'm just as excited if somebody you know if if the guy standing next to me pulls the trigger. Hell yeah! Oh yeah! Oh dude. You, you, it's a team you literally effort. did everything but pull the trigger. So it's not mm-hmm. like you couldn't have, you know, it's yeah. just, it's just his turn or Especially her, when you're her packing turn. Like, like packing half the thing uh, out. Is yeah. it, is it the most, uh, group hunt you could do? Mm. Like you feel like when you're out there, like it's a team effort, you know what I'm saying? The hunting is kind of a solo kind of thing. Um, or like a personal, like a personal sport, I'd say, but man, that sheep hunting is like a team unless you're a solo guy, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. I mean, it, you yeah. feel like no, when you go I, out with a guy, I would for for sure agree. I mean, it, it, at least it, it comes out that way. I mean, yeah, oh, like if you go go to get get a moose, you you don't say like, oh, we got the moose. You'd be like, I ain't got the moose. <laughs> that's true. You oh know what yeah, I'm no, no, <laughs> that's true. I kind of right. Well, you go sheep hunting, like yeah, we got one. Yeah, that's true. Oh, totally. It's a we thing. Yeah, it's a group yeah. thing. Yeah, I'd agree on that. Well, and then too, when you go for moose, there's like, there's the herd. And there's, it feels like there's maybe more of an opportunity that you could get multiple uh, uh, on that big game hunt. And on sheep, it's like, I mean, one is like amazing. <laughs> You're lucky you can get, get multiples. Yeah. It's like, which actually is kind of weird how that happens. Seems like it happens. Oh, the maybe double up? The double up because you got two, usually the two, two hosses will hang out with each other. Hmm. Or there'll be five in a group and two of them are legal or whatever it is. But uh, yeah, you're right. It's like, it is the group effort because you, you get four guys going on a sheep hunt. Four guys ain't coming home with a sheep. No, no. Okay, I'm not saying four guys go moose hunting. You come home with four moose, but do you hear about maybe four guys going and getting two moose more than you hear about four guys going and getting two sheep? I mm-hmm. feel like you do. Yeah. yeah, you know, unless you're Joe Peters. Yeah, those guys are lucky <laughs> fuckers, man. There's a lot of luck. Him and Brett, they uh, two years in a row they've tagged two yep. that were together mm-hmm. like yep. that. Yeah, so. They got the hits. They're on the streak. Yeah, on the streak. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's back up a little bit, Zach. Let's tell people some of your history because I know. I mean, we know about it, but um, just like where you grew up and, and yeah. what got you into hunting, and and you know, your yeah. leader. Start back there and lead us all the way up to your decision to move up here. Um, I think I have to start off by saying that, um, like, hi, my name is Zach Kenner, and I'm <laughs> and I'm a hunting addict. Yes, right? yes, you are. Um, <laughs> if we could look up the definition of addict, I think there's different different you know I'll, I'll ter- terminologies, yeah. but uh, the fact that it does control my life, I think, is is a yeah. fair fair statement to say that I'm an addict. You plan everything around it. Uh, it plans me, you know. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I mean, I yeah, I, I grew up actually in eastern Washington, a little farming community, and. Um, oh, we got an addict definition or what? <laughs> so this is the one that like pops up. A person who is addicted to a particular substance, typically an illegal drug. Uh, I mean, I mean, it's like either way, I get a big dopamine hit, right? Yeah, oh, yeah. exactly. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, and it's usually legal. Uh, oh yeah, no, for sure. But. Sorry, I had to throw that in there, man. Oh, well, not even necessarily the kill. That's the addicting part, I think. And I mean, it's just, it's just all of it. 
Oh uh, yeah, I love the prep. Uh, yeah, I, anymore. I'm so addicted to the journey that mm-hmm. I mean, just mm-hmm. I mean, that's a little cliche at this point. Is everybody saying that? But I mean, just like I was I mean, telling it, you, but before true, we started though. recording, I've been I've spent a week shooting my rifle, building the load, like, and yeah, it was stressful a little bit, but at the end of the day, I loved it. You know, yeah, and that's just one part of it. Uh, yeah, but back to back to where I was at. Uh, yeah. So yeah, I grew up in Eastern Washington. Um, that was the first caribou call of the night, by the way. Yeah, man, we slipping, slipping man, on that. slipping. Sorry, go ahead. Yep. <laughs> just, just don't that. <laughs> and uh, my my dad is a hunter, and I guess that's definitely where it came from. Uh, he. You know, he was hunting multiple states before it was really a thing, well, before the internet, Mm. you know, and Mm. so I kind of grew up with a different perspective uh, in that that mindset. Um, Like not being just locked in on this one area or this one state on this one game species. You're like, seasons are turkey and bear and like... Uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, he mainly hunted deer and elk, but it was mm-hmm. just, yeah. I mean, it was the the entire West was my playground, right? Not yeah. not just not just the sagebrush outside of town, you know. Mm-hmm. And that was definitely influential in my upbringing. Um, I mean, I hunted Montana when I was twelve years old, mm-hmm. you know, as a Washington resident. Um, and I mean, shot a mealy, little mealy buck or whatever. But it's just it's just that mindset. So like, I mean, I. I took off with, uh, you know, my, a good friend of mine, my hunting buddy when I was 17 and he was 19, I think. Oh, roughly. you two going. Right. No yeah. Dad. We took off to Montana by ourselves right, to uh-huh. hunt, to hunt antelope with, with our bows. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, in high school, That's cool. like, yeah. you know, I think about that now so and I'm like, how into? did my mother let me go do this? <laughs> like, like yeah. I just take off. And, and, and at the time, right. I mean. I did have a cell phone, I guess, at that point, um, but no GPS, no, no inReach. And there was right? no reception. Oh for no, you, shit yeah, back you then. get out you in Montana, just... and there's no reception. Yeah, you know, Eastern Montana where the antelope are. I mean, like you get a little bit of it in some of those t- little towns, but mm-hmm. no, it's you're yeah. gone. And, yeah. and so it's like, so where are you going to be? Uh, in this hundred mile square <laughs> section somewhere. Yeah, <laughs> as 16, 17 years old. Yeah, you know. I might have been 16 and he was 18. And 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 this was the catch on that one. Uh so he was that's what it was. He was 16 or, or I was 16 and he was 18 because technically at 18 he's now an adult. And yeah. and I got to do a youth mentor tag hunting with him because I was <laughs> I was underage. So I bought a Montana like uh, antelope tag for like 30 bucks. It was cheap. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> He had to pay the non-resident expensive oh, fee. Oh, yeah, he had to pay the. I mean, we split. I'm pretty sure we split it. But yeah, um, yeah, makes but sense. But the 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 guy at the counter. So we bought him in Montana. It was over the counter at the time, and I I remember this vivid, vivid like it was yesterday. The guy at the because I've kind of I grew facial hair early. Um, I mean, really early. I had a full full goatee in high school, no problem. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know, and I didn't grow till I was thirty. Yeah, and, and so here I was. Sure it wasn't peach fuzz. I mean, come on. Here I was, a sixteen-year-old with a goatee, trying to buy a youth tag for thirty dollars as a non-resident. At, and I mean, I, you know, I got my driver's license. Like here, like yeah. you know, it's all. But the guy at the counter did not want to sell me that tag. Yeah, like, you know, I don't know like, if I'm buying this. Uh, you know, and then my buddy Derek, he he didn't. He didn't even grow facial hair until like no, yeah, later. Yeah. He's the and one so here's sixteen. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but but anyways, I'd like to have that perspective. Um, and then I, we hunted Idaho, both me and him, 
you know, you know, out of high school and then in the college. I mean, we were all over. Um, and so, uh, yeah, that just, and, the, and about that time, you know, like, like I would say mentors that I looked up to, you know, TV type status was like the Western Hunter or uh, like Jason Matzinger mm-hmm. um, in the high country and even his early stuff like Pounder Horde Montana where you're seeing these, you know, these Western style hunts, you know, backcountry hunts and it's like, I'm going to go do that. Oh, yeah. You know, and, 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 and I did it to some degree growing up. Um, I mean, I was spoiled. Uh, we had some private land to go hunt the mule deer on, you know, when I was littler growing up, you know, and so it's like, you know, we go out and shoot legal, you know, three, four points every year. And, and it was, you know, about the kids growing up and the, and it, and it was awesome. There was 10 of us, not, not, not all family, but friends and family that, yeah. that would have this chunk of private land to go hunt. And, and like I said, I mean, you're spoiled. Like, yeah. so it's, you know, you get your deer every year and, and, but, uh, you know, that also kind of helps like, you know, ingrain that into me where it's, it's, it's life, right? Like, I, I don't mm-hmm. know any different. Yeah. And, um, but you wanted more, um, you know, there was, there was a switch that, that flipped at some point, uh, after high school where like, you know, in, in, into high school and then even probably into my, you know, 18, 19, 20, where I went from kind of being a lazy road hunter to actually wanting to go do mm. stuff. Um, and yeah, I don't, I don't know why, I guess it's just a switch flipped one year and it was all of a sudden I'm going to go climb that mountain mm-hmm. and and then, you know, it seems like every, every, every year or two, you know, it pushed yourself a little bit farther and a little bit farther. And, and I remember specific hunts that were eye opening, right? Like, uh, I, I remember one in Utah, uh, hunting the front there with, there's an archery, uh, mule deer tag. And it was kind of the first time, first time I hunted Utah. First time I hunted really high country mountains with a bow. I mean, I did a lot of sagebrush you know, foothill stuff, but like, holy crap, this stuff's giant, right? Uh, you know, 10,000 10, plus foot peaks, plus foot peaks, and, uh, you know, elevation was a thing. You know, you're, you're hard to breathe. Yeah. But what but I, <laughs> what I remember vividly is, you know, driving around, kind of learning some of the country, and glassing up at these giant freaking mountains, you know, setting up spotter, finding <laughs> ants for deer up in you yeah. know at the top <laughs> and going well i like i guess we'll start hiking and realizing that it only took me like four hours to get there yeah you know and it's like well holy crap the pickup looks this big down there and yeah. like like but but uh, like that <clears throat> moment like literally i can think of the hill the mountain that it was on it was like yeah, this country's big, but there's no reason to be intimidated. Mm. And yeah. and I was a hundred percent intimidated at the time. Yeah, and you like talked yourself out of it most of the time. Uh, uh, you do. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like, yeah, I'm by myself, and, and that's kind of far. And there, and I can tell you, there that that even happened when I came to Alaska. Oh sure, absolutely. I mean, and not saying that these mountains are bigger because really they're not. Um, but. <laughs> my perception of distance really changed when I came to Alaska. Mm. Um, and, and I can, again, I, I can remember specific moments where it's like, we're going to go through another drainage, another Valley. Oh, and, yeah. you know, and then pretty soon it's like, we're 30 miles from the pickup. Mm-hmm. And then like the next year, instead of 
of you know like like doing that again i'm, I'm thinking okay we're gonna um park a pickup here and park a pickup here and do like uh like 60 mile walkthrough mm-hmm. <laughs> you know just just yeah. completely changing the game on uh, and 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 then getting back to town regrouping and going to do it again yep. you know you know it's like it, i don't know I, I and now i don't look at something in a total distance i don't even really look at it as I don't even think about it. I just like, like if I look at it, look at something, look at it, look at the lay of a, a mountain range and, and kind of pick my route. And it's like, eh, you know, I mean, maybe we'll get there today. Maybe, yep. You know, might be there tomorrow. Yeah. Um, it, it, I just kind of, I just calculate in like days and sort of sometimes hours, you know, it's like, Oh, it's going to take us like 10 hours to get there. Yeah. <laughs> and just yep. go like, yeah. What's, what, what, what have, what the worst that happened that we don't quite make it and we have to get up the next day and keep going. Yeah. 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 I don't, I don't know. It's just, I, my mindset has changed. Well, I can kind of relate that. to that because as as our first time going, you know, initially sheep hunting and going in the brooks, and you go in there and you get past that first drainage and you go to the next and you're past that five-mile point, and then you're like, holy shit, dude. Look, you, as far as you can see. <laughs> there's mountains. There's mountains. Yeah. And you're like, oh, my God, it's so far. And then as you push and then the next t- year you go back and you're like, okay, well, now we need to get to the fourth valley. Yeah. And now you got to get, now we know we got to go to the, the sixth valley, you know. And so it's just like it becomes almost s- smaller. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. You know? Yeah, you narrow it down. Yeah. But isn't it funny how, like, you know, the first time you did it or the second time you did it and you made it to that third valley and then, like you're saying, your expectations then changed to now, oh, well, we're going to the fourth one. But if you could remember you in that moment when you got to that third one and you were dead and you were like, I got nothing left. And then <laughs> yeah. all of a sudden the next year, it's not like you worked out more. It's no. not It's not like you're in better shape. It's just your mind changed. Yeah. yeah. Right? Yeah. It, yeah. Yeah. It, and and I can't really explain it other than it happens. I mean, I like yep. it, it. It's a, it's a mindset change completely. And, and yeah. then you think like the first time you go like, oh, I'm so deep, I'm so deep. <laughs> and then you go again the next time like, oh, we barely even like scratched the surface. Yep. You yeah. know. And yeah. then now it's like, all right, we got to get way back over there. Yep. You and know? then it, and then it comes into man, I can't pack enough food because it's like yeah, <laughs> totally. It's like a, it's like a ten days worth of food and it's already so heavy and I want like twenty. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because yeah. anything beyond 10, man, it's just like a lot of shit. Dude. It is, yeah. I mean, your clothes are the same, your pack, mm-hmm. and all that shit you reuse, but it's the food. It's the food. Because, yep. like, my 10-day thing of food is, like, <laughs> fucking 20 pounds. No <laughs> yeah. joke. Yeah. It is, like, 20 pounds. Yep. And I bring a lot of food. I probably bring more food than, like, probably most, like, hardcore dudes. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I'm not hungry all day. Neither am I. You know, I'm, I'm good with that. Yeah, I like to eat. Yep. Get my calories. Well, there's. Not, I mean, not when it's miserable. nighttime I mean, and you're in the tent or the teepee, there ain't nothing to do but eat. Exactly, <laughs> you know? and it's like um, there's a lot of discomfort and sometimes borderline misery that's involved in those adventures. Mm-hmm. And I think really good food and nutrition is such a morale booster. Yep. For me personally, in my head. Oh, I, like, I'm I, the same I way. like to know. Like, if I'm going through all this, and then now I'm, like, I got a goo packet and a fucking barely any water in a bar. And, like, that's what I'm eating till yeah. tomorrow, yeah. you know? And then, like, I may or may not have coffee tomorrow. Like, nah. I'm having coffee twice a day, <laughs> oh, right? Yeah. Oh, I'm having yeah. lunch every day, right? Like, <laughs> I, I, I you j- see my candy bag, bro, all right? <laughs> I, I joke a lot, but it, sometimes it's not a joke that I'll eat a pound of chocolate a day. Hell, Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah. You know, some days when, especially when you're defeated. Yeah. And it's just like, you just now you're going to pack it all out. I was like, I'm not saying I eat it all. <laughs> I, I don't hide the fact that I eat a lot of candy when I'm in the mountains. <laughs> No shame, bro. No, no shame. <laughs> Hell, I've even made posts about it. I think uh, the one time, uh, was this last year? Last year, I know it was. I, uh, I made a post. I'm, I'm sitting in my tent uh, after 14-mile hike in that day, and, and I got uh, a bang and a poppy seed muffin sitting in my lap. <laughs> <laughs> and granted, I'm not packing a bang a day in there, but it, but I did pack two. Yeah, yeah. I, I had one the next morning, and the one after that is like, uh, you know, you're not packing it the whole time. You drink those first because yeah. you know, they're going to be gone. Yeah, but it's like yeah. <laughs> you look forward to it. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Then I don't know. I've I've also done this for so long, and and I mean. Man, I, I haven't counted in quite a few years, but I remember back in uh, 2016, I had a pretty good, pretty good season where I know I, w- I was in the field for more than 80 days, oh, wow. and and it's like that was just one year. But you, you, I eat so many dehydrated meals that I I'm mm. I'm tired of them all. Like oh, I mean, yeah. And, yeah, and, dude. and I've done the the dehydrate my own stuff too to try to kind of mix it up. And yeah. anymore, I just don't have the time. I'm not saying that it isn't better quality you know in nutrients and all of it in better taste and 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 the change up that makes it better but i just don't have the time so anymore it's like i'm, I'm kind of more willing to pack a little more weight for thing like a poppy seed muffin yeah. you know i mean i i go to costco and i pack i press those muffins down into pancakes and <laughs> you know so that <laughs> like, that's not bad man that's not I mean, a bad idea they're a little heavy right but it's so heavy what? but oh gosh it's, it's so, so good, good. Yeah, yeah i can't like, like i'm just so tired of all kind all the mountain food i'm just yeah yeah you you, you do get burned out i'm 100 burned out of it all of yeah it. There, there's some of time. them i cannot eat anymore i uh, like one bite of it and I, and like i just get this sour face like oh. you're not into that high mountain chili anymore i mean there's a stroganoff i mean so one of them one at the time my favorite was like sweet and sour pork mountain house oh, hell yeah and i loved it i ate i mean i probably over that's what happened i burnt myself out of yeah. it and now i I, I can tell the last time I ate one. I did. Yeah. Yeah. Burnt out. That sucks. Yeah. I just, there, yeah. there's a lot more options these days, but still, mm. you go try them and man. Yeah. Some of the companies haven't nailed it yet. It's just chalky. It's just, I don't know, man. Yeah. Yep. There's, well, there's still so, room for a lot of uh, improvement. So, uh, now that we're down the food rabbit hole, uh, so on this last brown bear hunt, I did, um, the one thing I think I'm going to apply more this year than in years past is I'm going to pack a little bit more granola. Um, and you know, with some, with some, man, cause so what I did is I tried the, the, the peak strawberry one that they mm-hmm, came out with mm-hmm. and I swear they put strawberry milk powder in there cause it tastes like, like strawberry milk. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, oh, yeah. oh it's, it's delicious. I'm actually bringing one on turns pink. Yeah. Yeah. And so it makes sense. It's like, oh, oh that's so a really good, good idea. Yeah. And, and and then what happened is is we were, you know, you, on the Alaska Peninsula kind of brown bear hunt, you know, you're hiking up to a good glass and point and you're glassing for a while. And, and I didn't want to pack a jet boil. You know, uh, it's just, you know, you're just doing little day hikes to that, to that and you're sitting there. Well, when you do see a bear and you do have to make that commitment and what did happen, we, we left our hill knowing that we were not going back to the tent that night. Yep. And, and so it was, I had, I would just kept in my bag, just like two granola meals. And, and that was kind of granted. I had a bunch of chocolate and stuff too, but mm-hmm. just kind of like what I would call real food, even though granola is ish. Uh, yeah. but, 
Uh, it so makes I, you feel like you're eating a meal if you're like cracking a package and putting fluid yeah. in it and eating it with a spoon. Yeah, right? I guess. Yeah. <laughs> real-ish, like you said. Yeah, real. It's real-ish. Yeah, I think it's a meal. Yeah. So <laughs> calories are there, but like on that brown bear hunt, halfway there, uh, we we like hit a halfway point, got to the top of that one knob and picked him up again, and it was like, okay, well, I need to eat. So I sat down, pounded one of those granolas, and then we took off again, and then I ate another one after we had you know got it all skinned out at two o'clock in the morning whatever it was and and that was kind of but what i liked it was light um you know you just add water you don't have to have jet boil to eat it cold and uh it was good you know filling you know it was i don't know probably i'm not burnt out of it that's probably what it really is yeah like come back to me next year after this year when i ate a lot of granola and i'll be like (laughs) no i'm not packing sweet and sour pork yeah i'm not packing any That's for probably, breakfast. <laughs> yeah, now that I taught myself through that, that's probably what it is. I'm just not sick of it yet. Yeah, you know. So, but man, I wish they had some more flavored milks like like that strawberry one. Well, I, I found we're talking about peak, right? Yeah, the peaks. Yeah, there's a high mountain berry mm-hmm. one. Yeah, I've had. Yeah, I had that okay. one too. Okay, I, I haven't had that yet, but I don't know if it has that milky. Thing it, going well, it has on. milk in it, but I swear they put strawberry milk in the. In the in one the, in the strawberry like, one, yeah. like like quick, like they are yep. the next yep. quick. Oh man, the next quick, yeah, yeah, because yeah, yeah. it is very powerful strawberry flavor. I mean, it's oh, good, yeah. but oh, it's, it's so it's, good. It's pink milk, like I mean, it's. Do you ever eat it be. hot? You I, ever put hot water in it? I I don't. Have I mean, you tried it? I've never not, tried it cold. Not not no, in granola. Well, it's made to actually eat cold. I know, but I, we always. I eat it. I mean, water in ours. I mean, I've, uh, I've been out of it. I used to pack a lot of oatmeal too, right? Mm-hmm. And 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 that I would eat hot or cold. Um, but oh, sure. but the yeah the, uh, the those granolas I see them cold. Yeah. Part of it is again I didn't want to pack a jet boil. No, I mean you just yeah. that, way that, easier that's put water in it and go light. That yeah. just trying to go a little bit lighter. Mm-hmm. Leave the jet boil at camp. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. Especially yeah. if you're doing the well, the day trip is supposed to be a day trip, but if you do got to overnight it like what you guys did, oh, and at least you're you, you know, know that's going to happen, right? I mean, oh, we're, yeah. we're packing the puffies and the rain gear. It's like yep. we're we're prepared to stay the night out there. We just know it's going to suck, but that's just part of it. Yeah. Did you guys um uh kind of rabbit holing off a little bit off the food thing? The bear hunt, did you guys end up never sleeping? Did you guys actually, like, did you get some rest after the bear went okay. down and all that? We tried. It didn't work so good. So yeah, um, that per- particular, well, man, I almost just have to start from the beginning. We're going to come back to that. Okay. Right? Okay. okay. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I, I was just thinking about, like, we're going to go circle back to, to who is that, Kendra, because we kind of really got derailed off yeah, that. We did. Okay. Yeah, we did. <laughs> okay, cool. Before you get back into it, I was curious, on you, before, when you started and you said you were going with your dad yeah. um, to other states and stuff like mm-hmm. that which I think is amazing because we don't get that up here. Right. Um, no. and, I still, I still people, do it. And the people down there are like, well, you guys are in the, you know, the motherland of it all. Right. Yeah. So I don't know what's better, but uh, I was curious on how would your dad, like, would he get the um, the hunting regs and stuff like mail to him back in the day? Yeah. Like, yep. Okay. Yep. You, yeah. And man, now that you like really, like f- when I was really little, man, I, re- I really don't know how that even all worked now i mean because how do you know when the seasons are and what what you can get and all this stuff like back then i know when i was you know towards the end when i was going yeah like so once you bought a montana hunting license they would send you regs every year hoping that you would buy another license right okay you want like like almost a subscriber type list almost yeah yeah Mm -hmm. yep and and then man what so (coughs) 
not really with Idaho, I guess. You, you just pick one up because, you know, living in Washington, you know, Idaho wasn't really that far away. Okay. And so, you know, and and, and back then a lot of it, oh, well, pretty much all of it could be over the counter. Um, anymore nowadays, it's it's getting so much harder to find those over the counter hunts. They're one way or another, it's a draw. Mm. Um, you know, like for Wyoming as a non resident, it's like, it's a, yeah, they're general hunt tags, but it's still a drawing. And that's just the way they, they manage it, on right? So, points. yeah, on points. Mm-hmm. Um, and, that, and that's just one example. But it's 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 a lot harder now than it was, you know, 10, 15 years ago. And I mean, it, we are spoiled up here with that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. big time. Yeah. Uh, but it's just, it's just how, I don't know. It's the nature of the beast. I mean, we're. But good on your dad to like eventually go there and get the thing and yeah. get it mailed to him and, and yeah and uh, uh, and I and I don't even know what really sparked that. I know my grandpa, his dad, hunted Idaho quite a bit, right? They'd go down to the Snake River country and living in Washington, and they hunted both sides of the river. They would go down and have Oregon and Idaho tags, mm. and and hunt both. Because it's yeah. all you know, it's all right there. Yeah. Um. And that was back in the days when you could ride those, you know, like little Honda nineties all over that country. Oh and, yeah. You know, yeah, that's what they did. Yeah. Even man, even my I know my grandpa. So I know my grandpa hunted the brakes too. Uh, it like like the eastern side of Montana, and that's probably you know definitely where my dad ended up starting going over there. Um. What so do they call it? The brakes. Uh. It's it's. If you yeah, you want to bring up a picture of it because I hear that a lot and I don't know what so it's, it means. So it's it's the 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 way the the water has washed out the land, I guess, over time. It's just it's like really really steep breaky country. And okay. I mean I don't know. It's it's kind of the badlands of of the western of the Dakotas and then into into Montana. It's all kind of the very similar country. All along the Missouri River. Oh, where it like chops up the terrain. Yep, yep. Like it's and and I guess it's the breaks into the river into the Missouri, right? Yep. So mm-hmm. that's kind of. Oh, okay, you're right. Yeah. So it pull, says pull up um, images, Daniel. Go to images. Yeah. Well, let me just read it. It says oh. uh, it's a series of badland areas characterized by rock outcropping, steep bluffs, and grassy plains. A topography referred to as the breaks by locals, as the land appears to break away to the river. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Drop, dropping into the into like, the Missouri. Right. Mm-hmm. Like it's like it's like flaking off. Uh, like, yeah. Or like like breaking it's, off. So the 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 soil texture in that uh, zone they call it mumbo gumbo. The, so the other photo, Daniel, go left. Right there. This one. Uh, to the left. This one. Yeah, that, that would probably be a good depiction of like. Yeah. Yeah. You yep. See how it's like chopped. Okay. Like, okay. Yep. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. And uh, so when it, when it rains there, uh, like your pickup goes nowhere on those. I mean, they're just dirt roads. And when it rains, that that it turns into this like just clay g- it's clay. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. And they call oh. it the they call it mumbo gumbo, oh. and and it will fill the traction or the tread in your tires. And you or you just have slicks now. You don't go anywhere. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And and so when like my dad still hunts that, that hunts yeah. that area quite a bit. And what'll happen is. You know, you go over in November when the deer are rutting and when you hunt it, and so it'll freeze at night. Oh, shit, And then there, there's roads that, so then, yeah, it's concrete. You can drive anywhere. But then about 10 and 11 o'clock, it warms up, Thaws and you're out. stuck. Oh. Like, like, no matter, like, if you end up at all in a downhill hole, you are not getting back out of there until it freezes again. Uh, so you got to wait until night. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. yeah it, almost like early morning. You get, you get stranded pretty good. Or, or some of the idiots that are have never been there, I guess, or just... 
aren't thinking like dig them you know spin themselves out into high center and they're stuck and oh, it's and like the frames on the muck and you're not going anywhere then it uh, freezes back up <laughs> yeah it can get bad it's bad it's like yeah. can we get a chopper out here yeah. get me out <laughs> yeah but it, yeah so that, that was that's a good question i mean i don't that's oh. all i can kind of figure is is or you just like i said if it was all over the counter you just showed up and bought a tag over the counter and got the regs and mm-hmm. figured out what you could do, I think, yeah. you know. Like what you do here. Or or call them. You know, there were landlines back then. Okay. Right? Yeah. You know, Let's I bet. get out the old yellow book yep. from Montana. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> call I'm, I'm call the, local AD, or the, the local game yeah. office. and. No, that's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> that's a good question. That was good. Yeah. I never thought about that. Yeah, and I, I, I've been really interested in the Western hunting. I, I, I think... We kind of tentatively have a trip planned for Arizona. Oh, hell yeah. January or December? uh, January. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Bo. um, Looking to get our boy, uh, Chad uh, Amelie. Be pretty badass when I go down and film it. But I've, um, I got a uh, subscription to Eastman Hunting Journal a few years ago. Mm -hmm. Great outfit, by Mm -hmm. the way. Those guys have a cool story. Eastman's Mm -hmm. Big West Hunters. Those guys are badass. Um, they're they're hunting um every year they put together like a supplement Mm -hmm. yep it it would be like it's not called a supplement it's called something else um yeah i don't know what eastman everyone kind of has their own version okay but it breaks down like those blue chip and those different like color chipped like point draw areas Mm -hmm. and man once i started diving into that i got turned off Mm. because the point thing was like So well, that's how the hell does this work? That's like, what's awesome about like Arizona, um, in particular with archery, is they offer a lot. It's over the counter archery. That's why we're going. Yep, and and yeah. and I've done that hunt a handful of times. I went last oh, year. Have you really? Oh yeah, I love that hunt. It's okay for one. It's especially living in Alaska. You are in uh, sixty degree weather in January. Yeah, like, it is the yeah. nicest sunshine. Love break. it. Oh man, yeah. yeah, it's awesome. Now, I mean, I got but mad. not too hot, right? Let's like just. Oh, it can be. It, yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, well, especially day. coming from you know negative twenty. Yeah, it's January. No shit. Yeah, it feels hot. Yeah, yeah. Um, True. Especially if it's when the sun's bearing down, you know, that afternoon sun. I mean, it's it's hot. Yeah, no, no no way around it. Um, But no, that's you'll have fun. That's Mm -hmm. one of my favorite hunts. Arizona is um, one of how to. uh, There's a lot of public land. Yep. Which is when you know when you're driving around looking on maps, you know, on X base map, whatever you got, and and you know, looking for places to hunt. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's like, you know, you're, cross-ref- you're cross- cross-referencing the public land with what units are open because they're not all open. Right. Um, but there is, there's a lot, a lot that's, and, and both for coos deer and mule deer. Mm-hmm. And I, I normally target the, the coos deer myself. Okay, cool. Um, I don't know. I've, I've had success hunting muleys already throughout my life yeah, so those it's like are real elusive and hard to get it's, aren't they? it's just fun it, yeah. they're, they're both both species are rutting at the time mm-hmm. and so you, you it's a very um uh, target rich environment like yeah. you're gonna get multiple stocks a day cool Mo- nice. for the most like yeah uh, i would say in general right. is it a combo uh what do you mean do so you so and really one ta- one tag but it's either either species oh but not okay. e- like i said not every unit is necessarily like open to mule deer and coos okay. it just kind of depends depends yeah. on where you are where gotcha. some units are some it's only mule deer some it's only coos it just it just depends gotcha yeah. gotcha but just super awesome country i, yep. I mean 
I love that desert in, in January. It's Well, that was an, an enticing prospect for a West hunt, in my opinion. But that draw and point system thing was yeah. like, it, it felt like, oh, I got to buy points for like 15 years and then I'll maybe get a well, shot at getting this yeah, tag. And it, it's like, well... That sucks. Unfortunately, I mean, I'm, not into, I'm not into that. That's how a lot of the West is right now. Yeah, and there's no, and and I don't see a right answer. I, I, no system is perfect, right? I Definitely. Mean, like so, Idaho, for example, doesn't do preference points. So you have to. You'll say it's, yep. it's kind of, well, just like Alaska, right? There's, yeah. There's no preference points. Right. Um, you put in and you hope for the best. Well, mm. yeah. I mean, imagine a 67 year old dude putting in for like sheep down there in Idaho and has never drawn a tag. Now he would feel better. I guess if all those years he's been putting in for 50 some years that he had points built up. Oh, now that's true. It's still a false sense of security. I would say, mm-hmm. yeah. um, because, um, like for Washington example, I've got like 23 sheep points and I still have a less than 1% chance of drawing. Yeah. Right. Like no matter how many points I get, yeah, it, you, it really you know, doesn't matter. The, it's the still less than one percent. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, it makes me feel better that I've got whatever twenty three. Well, at least you can put in. You're going to be able to put in. Oh yeah, I put in, but it's it's. I don't expect to draw. Never, I really no. don't. Never. And and no, and the holy grail. like to, a perfect segue into why I moved to Alaska was mm. for that exact reason. Um, I was at a Washington Wild Sheep Banquet, and um, the president was up saying you know like an intro to the banquet that evening and this was like the third or second or third banquet i had been to mm-hmm. she banquet period and um i mean i you know i've been to like some rocky mountain elk foundation banquets and stuff growing up because my dad was heavily involved but not like are those as cool as the sheep ones i, I kind of uh, like i think wonder. it depends i think it it de- it depends and it because uh, each chapter right is gonna set their own bar right mm. you yeah. know I mean, j- yeah, it's just that's it's going to depend. I, right. Some of them probably. Yeah. yeah. I was just cu- just curious because these last couple have been pretty. Yeah. But so I, up here so I was at fun. the Washington one yeah. and he gets up and he says like, so he says, especially for lower 48ers, right? There's a whole different mentality there um, between sheep hunters. Uh, or oh, like, yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah. Right. So uh, like a sheep hunter. Oh, man, you can't even really call yourself a sheep. I feel like you can't even call yourself a sheep hunter in the lower 48 because it's just a matter of if you draw a tag, mm. right? I mean... Yeah, because what, are you just going to go do? Yeah, go yeah. up in the mountains and go through the paces but never yeah. actually get to I, kill I, one? You're uh, like... So you could say you're hunting them, but you're just... Yeah, you're, it's... it's. I mean... Uh, yeah, because I don't I mean, really... Power it, to you, the guys that are doing that if you are because you're getting well, you good can, practice. And, don't get me wrong. You can still buy tags, right? I yeah. mean, yeah, there are sheep hunters that are <laughs> going to Alberta and buying a bighorn tag or going to Mexico and buying yeah. the desert. I mean, like, yeah, sure. that, that doctors or, or and big, big or, yeah, or the governor's tags for all the mm-hmm. States, right? They're mm-hmm. buying them, but it's, yeah, it's, it's kind of hard to, I mean, I guess you can say you're a sheep hunter because really, I guess realistically that that's kind of a thing on, on your, how you feel inside, right? Like, yeah, mm-hmm. like, like that's something I want to do. You're mm-hmm. going to put in the time and effort at these banquets and, and, and potentially go do, uh, either either giving your money or giving your time on on projects because they have a lot more projects down there for like uh, water tanks and stuff because yeah. it's, it's desert um, you know stuff like that I mean I guess like just to be the devil's advocate of what I said before yeah. um, no I mean it's a good point I, I um, never thought about that though just, just like, to kind of reinforce yeah. your comment like th- because you could say that and offend a guy yeah be like what do you mean I'm a sheep I'm <laughs> out here building that tank yeah 
with the Kuyu gear on. Yep. And like, I'm, I've been on a couple hunts because he's known somebody that knew somebody that got a tag. Yep. He, he didn't get to hunt, but he went on it. Like, if you just went once, you can say you're sheep hunter, man. Yeah. And then you're yeah. following through. Uh, it so, almost comes I mean, back to the wee thing. Right. It's true. There you go. And, and for yeah. sure, the like first sheep thing. hunt I was ever on was a friend of mine drew a bigghorn tag in Washington. Like, like you were a sheep hunter that trip. I was that trip, I guess. But I mean, well, that's I, what I'm saying. You, you know, know, like it just, yeah, yeah. You, 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 you said it earlier. Like it's like it doesn't. You don't have to be like, well, I just go, I go every yeah. year because you know I'm in Alaska and I'm spoiled and so I'm a sheep <laughs> hunter. Like, well, yeah, duh, you are. But I mean. This guy down here might get one shot, yeah. ever, or or yeah. only get to claim it, or only get to go it. with one of his friends, ever, right? right? Yeah. Like that, like, yeah, yeah. It's a they can still claim it. God, yeah, still bummer, be the man. sheep hunter. Man. And and so when he 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 gets yeah. up in front of the of the room and is like, you know, this you, this group of people, the sheep hunter is one of the more special groups of people that he is felt a pleasure of being a part of and what he said is like because here you are like kind of what i was just getting at putting in your resources your time your money donating to keep these sheep on the mountain and the realistically the odds are that nobody in this room will ever kill a sheep wow like so like when he said that it just sunk right yeah. it's like you just killed all my hopes and dreams you know yeah. and and i was like and i'd already kind of been kicking around the idea of moving to alaska because i knew what was available up here and i at that in that moment i, I looked into around looked at the three guys i was with and i was like i'm moving to alaska like that's it that's, that's all cool. there is to it yeah, yeah he and, just kind of like put the fucking yep. stamp on that like, yeah you know he's kind of right yeah <laughs> and opportunities so, are going to be pretty few and far between here <laughs> and so again back to the uh um i'm, I'm a hunting addict it, it uh every <laughs> every move i make in life for some way or reason has to do with hunting i moved to alaska to hunt sheep and goats right yeah. that that was the reason and it took me a couple years to kind of button some things up down there and kind of feel like i was in a good financial situation you know and move and whatever um, and yeah, it, it was still kind of a last minute decision where I was like, I was kicking it around I'm moving I'm moving. Well, then I had a pretty cool, um, actually as a, a cameraman opportunity come up and I took the job actually. And it was like a whirlwind of, of, it was a last minute decision, but it was right before hunting season and shit was rolling and. Uh, some basically it fell through would be a, a short answer. Yeah. And this was like August 7th that, oh, that no. it fell through. And I was like, I'm still doing it. I'm doing it. And I went back. Cause at the time I was crashing at my parents' house. Cause I was like, said so I was kind of trying to get this, get some things paid off and, and, you know, try to move up here. Well, I just, so I, I went back, I loaded up the pickup and I entered Alaska on August 14th. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, because I knew it opened the 10th and I knew I had to be here for 365 days. Mm -hmm. But even though I missed those first four days, I was still sheep hunting next year or, you know, within that. Yeah. You'd hit the year. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. You'd be ready on the 14th next year. And and, and then that's what happened. I, uh, I ended up killing a ram August 17th. (laughs) You know, all year to get ready for this. I want to jump into that. Let's take a quick break and we'll come back and do that. Yeah. Barney sports chalet. Supplying hunters with the best hand-selected gear since 1963. 
Barney specializes in supplying hunters with the absolute best Alaskan proven gear on the market for some of nature's most rugged and demanding terrain. Whether you're headed to the remote volcanic islands of the Alaska Peninsula in search of a brown bear, or the shale-infested glacial valleys of the Brooks Range for dull sheep, it is critical you choose the right gear for your dream hunt. Don't miss Barney's exclusive brand, Frontier Gear of Alaska, tested from the high mountains of Tajikistan to the extreme conditions of Alaska. These products were designed for high performance and durability. Frontier Gear was derived from decades of experience hunting big game in Alaska. Paired with other top brands, it provides you the absolute best gear selection anywhere in the world. Stop in at Barney Sports Chalet in Anchorage on Northern Lights or check out their custom website and reference tool at barneysports.com. Arbor Capital. Arbor Capital is based in Anchorage, Alaska, and it's your go-to wealth management company. Arbor Capital is at the forefront of digital assets and cryptocurrencies. If you've been looking to invest your hard-earned money or you just want to learn more about crypto, blockchain technology, or digital investments, give their website arborcapital.io a visit. What's great about Arbor is they provide a low-cost, transparent, research-based investment strategy for digital assets and traditional investments as well. ArborCapital.io is your first step in putting your money to work. Let one of Arbor's investment professionals walk you through your options for financial growth and security. Start investing for the future today at ArborCapital.io. Arbor Capital, your Alaska digital asset company. Total Truck and Alaska Overlander, Alaska's premier supplier for custom automotive accessories and overlanding products, providing all-inclusive rental vehicles and trailers custom outfitted to explore the Alaskan backcountry with a unique and convenient traveling experience. At Total Truck, you can find brands such as ARE, RSI Smart Caps, Goose Gear, iCamper, Front Runner, Rigid Lights, Rhino Linings Bed Liners, and everything you need to outfit your truck or SUV. Alaska Overlander provides 4x4 vehicles and expedition trailers custom modified for Alaskan adventures and outfitted with rooftop tents, fridges, and all the camping and cooking gear you need to start exploring. Visit them at alaskaoverlander.com. It's like a, like a thick paper casing, and you trim that off, and then you can slice it up. Mm, mm-hmm. It's got a good flavor, though, doesn't it? Yeah. It's better yeah. than the caribou one. I've got oh, the caribou definitely. one before. It's, it's okay. The, the, the pizza pepperoni? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's good. That's Indian Valley. Mm, Very solid. Oh, yeah. Am I on? Oh, I yeah. turned the wrong one up. Sorry. Oh, no. <laughs> You're back now. Yeah, we take a break and have to eat some food. Mm-hmm. Totally, Sorry, munching totally for you guys. random change the subject. But okay, so you came back. You where was I? moved on the 14th. Oh, yeah. You decided you're coming up. Well, you had something you were going to say. Oh, we yeah. talked about taking this first ram. I think he just was ready for a break. He needed to get that break in there. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Maybe. I think. Thought, I'll just see if you can circle back on it. But yeah, no. It's gone. It's yeah. gone. <laughs> Keep it moving. It'll come back. It'll come back. Yeah, it will. So but. you decided. So 365, for people that don't know. Yeah. You know, if you're moving to Alaska, you don't. You can't just come and, and start hunting as right. soon as you touch down. They expect you to stay here a year. A full year. Well, and, and, and resident. The key, the key terminology is you have to move with intent to stay. Okay. I so, can't just move up. I just can't just come live here for 365 days, get my sheep tag killed, and go back to Washington. Right? Like, the, the, that is the key phrase is with intent to stay. How do you prove that? Uh, there's different – well, you really can't, I, I guess. Um, but ways to so – Like a good mailing like address lease, or something? Oh, or like yeah, a, way, yeah. Way, ways to, I guess uh, – how do I say this? Um, well, we'll just say ways to prove it to them, uh, to the – 
to the troopers is yeah uh either you know you, you have a we don't even have to buy the home you just have to have a, an address right an alaska address yeah uh the way it's the easiest way to prove that you started it is as soon as you get here you got to get an alaska driver's license right so okay. then that, that's going to give you a date that shows when you kind of started right yeah. at least it's a it's a date on paper yeah um uh have a job in alaska pay stubs um yeah then i like i said you don't really have to own the property but like at least at least a permanent address those are the big ones is it the same for the military guys no military have a a special i I definitely can't speak to all of military rules because i don't know them that well but i know that i think theirs is shorter I want to say it's only six months. I think so too. Uh, but I like one of the cool things uh, for the military people is is once they get here and they do may, get their residency and say they get uh, uh, shipped out, right, move, transferred to what other different station, um, you know, wherever it is, out of Alaska, they don't have to give up their Alaska residency. Oh, they can make that choice. Right. Mm. Um, and then all they have to do to maintain it is come back for like a 72 hour period, which I was like, Oh, so you come back and hunt and then you, you're maintaining it, you know, that's cool. which like, yeah, I'm totally for like, that's, yeah, that's cool for yeah. those guys. That's yeah. awesome. It's um, cool. They make those, um, you know, exceptions, exceptions yeah. for yeah. those guys, mm-hmm. because I mean, whatever we can do for them, that's awesome. Yeah. That's really cool. But yeah, I don't like I said, I, there's, there's definitely some rules there that I, I'm not familiar with them all, but I know I do know that, yeah. which I thought was pretty cool. Yeah. Oh, you know who would know is um, Dave, BHA Dave. Oh, you sure he's would. Doing the military stuff. Yep. I thought we did. Yep. We, didn't, we didn't bring that up with him when he came on. I think we like touched on it, but then Rabble hold off. But yeah. I do remember, like, in our agenda, we did want to like cover that. Yeah. But you know how it goes. But yeah. So that's, sidewinder. That's, what do you call those bullets? The flyers. Yeah, uh, See, yeah, the flyers. flyers. Like, yeah. Oh, don't worry about that little guy. <laughs> yep. that one's going forty pound or forty. Yeah, forty fifty feet 40, per second faster. I don't know what's faster. going on with that one. Yeah. Call that a glitch. Yeah, a flyer. So before you decided you were going to come and you wanted obviously to sheep hunt, that was like the main mm-hmm. thing. I'm assuming were you already like looking at areas negative. And, and, no, you came hey, up. I will say, yeah. I guess in my mind there was this persona of the Brooks. But okay. but I didn't I didn't know anything I didn't know a damn thing yeah uh-uh. and still really didn't even even like once I got here that summer um you know I I got a job but it wasn't a very high paying job and I really didn't have a lot of extra money to go scouting like I wanted to right mm-hmm. and pretty soon sheep season's here and yeah I did I was able to get some time off to go sheep hunting because that was my prereq when I. Took the, took the job yeah i was no. like okay well i'm moving here to hunt sheep and when sheep season comes i'm i'm going to be gone yeah and he, he, yeah that's a different story for a different day but he didn't believe me i guess because he kind of <laughs> got mad when i left but <laughs> i told you yeah we i told him I, I was like i will quit like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well and and back back to that lower 48 kind of mentality that that i i will tell everybody today that i still have um I don't take any of these tags that I have up here for granted, right? Like, I mean, I've nice. spent I've spent my entire life down there coveting a sheep tag, and what's really badass is in Alaska, it's literally the golden ticket. You, you know what? I, like that that's pretty bad that, that yeah. they that they did that on the harvest ticket. Um, like, I won't print it off. 
I go down and I get a golden ticket every year because that means something to me. Oh, you know what I mean? Yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. And so, I, like, this lower 48 mentality, I, I still use it. I still try to – try. it's the only way I can – Try to let people see what see my perspective. Mm. Um, for example, that first year, I didn't make a lot of money, uh, but yet I looked at that sheep tag as a twenty five thousand dollar bonus. Oh, okay, okay, because as a non resident, you have to have an outfitter to hunt doll sheep, mountain goat, and grizzly bear or mm-hmm. brown bear. So if you <clears throat> get a tag, you still got to pay. If you don't, you, 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 well, what do you mean? If he you, looked yeah. at it as an outsider. Yeah. And if he yeah. was going to come and do it as a, from as a non-resident, oh, non-resident gotcha. it was okay. going to cost probably way more than no, that. No, tw- right. 25000 is about the average sheep tag right now. Okay. There's some that okay. you can get a little cheaper because okay. some of them offer walk-in hunts that are a little bit cheaper. Some mm-hmm. of them offer uh, higher costing hunts that, you know, you're flying farther in a cub, whatever. But, you know, on average, I'd say 25000 is a pretty good uh, – and it has been. I feel, I feel like it's going to be 30000 soon. Um, yeah. Some guys are already, I'm sure, charging that. But it's, it's – in, oh, yeah. my, in my mind, like, that's what I've tried – that's a sheep representation, mm. 25000 okay? Um, and so, so like, that, that first year, you know, here, it's like I will quit because I'm going to go kill a sheep. And that's worth twenty five thousand mm-hmm. dollars. That's more than you're going to pay me. Yeah, yeah, you, you say, yeah way more. <laughs> okay, well now, even recently, I'm going to jump forward a little bit. Uh, I I still use that mentality. And this year, so I've been working on the slope for a few years. Mm-hmm. And uh, the first year I moved up, uh, I, I try right. I, I try to be a good employee. I try to be a team player. Um, I, I, basically, yeah, I just try to be the best employee I can be. And, the, and, and, it, and it's worked out for me up there this time because I ended up transferring away because they, instead of laying me off, they found a place for me somewhere else. Um, well, then just a different branch, still up there, but just doing different stuff. Well, then recently they've become shorthanded and they kind of asked me to come back. And I'm actually happier where I am now or where I was. And, and for a couple months they were kind of picking at me like, hey, you know, you, you want to come back? You want to come back? And finally I just like, well, like – the only reason that I would come back is if I never had to work in August or September for as long as I worked for the company. <laughs> just lay it down. It I this just made it. it. I, I, I threw out the biggest <laughs> curveball that I figured there no way in hell they're going to say yes to this, yeah. right? And it took them a few months, but they finally called me like, "Hey, we'll do it." Yeah. Wow. Now it's it's kind of dream the dream 60 days off. which which if you think about it i, I do three weeks on three weeks off up there mm-hmm. it's really only taking one hitch off yeah oh, okay you know yeah. i mean when you really think about it and and august september and october well august is still a little busy but like september october is kind of their slow season mm-hmm. so the you know but like like i was getting at trying to be that good employee that you know shows up has a good attitude team player does what he says he's going to do those guys are impossible to find now, right? Yeah. I, I tried to make myself valuable yeah. so, so that I could throw out a demand like that. Like, yeah. holy shit. And, 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 yeah. Well, now's the time, man. Now's well, now the time. I, be- I yeah. talk the talk. I better walk the walk when I get back over there. Yeah. So, um, But anyways, what, what I tried to, you know, the, the thing is, is like, why? And you try to explain to like my bosses up there where I still use that exact same terminology. I go, well, here's the deal. Mm. Sheep season 
a sheep right now is worth $25,000. Like, how do you figure? Well, and I explained it to him. Like, yeah, I moved up here so I could get it for a $45 hunting license, but yep. that's beside the point. The point is, is it's still valued at $25,000. Mm-hmm. I go, but let's, let's just take a step back for a second. $25,000 is only a 10-day sheep hunt normally. So now you're saying that that's worth $2,500 a day. Mm-hmm. And I go, and sheep season's 40 days long. That's a hundred thousand dollar value. Oh yeah. Now it's is it really? Uh, yeah, that's maybe a stretch. But on, I mean, that kind of pencils out, right? Yeah. So now it's like I'm taking all of sheep season off, and if if I have to, I will try to hunt every single day. That is a hundred hundred thousand dollar value. Yeah. That's a that's a lower forty eight mentality of why I will never take a sheep tag for granted. Yeah. Okay, like that's it's a big deal. Man, there's got to be a slim amount of guys, and hopefully none of the guys are listening down there trying to do the same thing as you. <laughs> but that is that is a great way to think about it and to look at it. And, man, there's got to be – I've never heard about it like that. Yeah. Have you heard about it like that? No. Okay, no, okay, it gets better. No, but that's because we're I from mean, here, thinks, and right. we never had to think okay, about it like that. Okay, it gets that. better. Yeah. That's only a sheep tag. Right. I came up to hunt sheep and goats specifically, which goats are cheaper – you know, a, a high-end goat hunts fourteen, fifteen thousand. You know, you get them for ten, and probably even I don't know if you get them for nine anymore. But so there's another, you know, ten to fifteen thousand. Um, and then same with brown bear, right? Brown bears are thirty grand. Oh yeah. Okay. That first year I moved up here, or even just to, like I know what I've hunted four seasons now. 18, 19, 20, 21. Yeah, this will be number five. Mm-hmm. I can guarantee if you put dollar amount, dollar amounts on all the hunts that I've been on, I'm well over a half million into this. Right. All right, so I'm putting a dollar amount to it. What is it worth? Yeah. Now, yeah, to someone who grows up and it's a $45 tag and, and, and hunting isn't their life, no, it's not worth that. But, like, that's what it's worth to me. Yeah. You know, because that's what it would have costed me had I not moved here. And, and and not that I'm saying that I could have paid it, but that's just, you just got to realize the value that that actually has. Mm. Mm. That's worth that to somebody because they're paying it. Oh, 100%. Yeah, the the very well-off dentist or doctor <laughs> who does, you know, a dream hunt every year yeah. and, and has and, the money and, to do that. Oh, uh, in no, four no. or five seasons, he can accumulate that much. I I am I better take a step back here and and kind of say that yeah that's what these are worth that seems like a lot it is a lot of money but I can gear I I can guarantee you these outfitters are not making that okay these these are are when you see the amount of cost that the, that these outfitters are putting into one of these hunts I mean I don't, I don't they're not making fifty percent. Oh, I wouldn't think so. No, but but well, I, uh, that's a good question. That's actually a good. You know, I never but, thought about that. What is their profit margin there? What it is it probably margin? depends on the hunt. How much? You know, I mean, it, it, it's it. Where it is on the average? Yeah, what do you think? No, I, did you, it's total variable. I mean, yeah. are are they on a boat? Are they taking a cub? Uh, uh, yeah. you, you know, I mean, it's or both. Or, what's gas cost then? Yeah, what's it's every, yeah. everything. Like all of it the whole season. Yeah. Yeah. Do you got a guy who wants prime rib every night, or or ribeyes, or you know, or are you buying mountain houses? Yeah. Right. Okay. I mean, there's there's it's everything. Yeah. It's, it's it's, and because I mean I know a handful of them, well a couple of them really well, and I've 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 talked to them about this, right? It's it's not as lucrative as it seems. It's not right. you're not getting thirty thousand dollars for a brown bear. I mean they're you know it's, say you get out on the on like you're hunting some of the refuge areas on the peninsula where they're um, 
you know, their, their, uh, uh, special guide use areas. Right. So, I mean, yeah, we, as a resident, you can, you can go hunt them, but, um, they're, they're paying the refuge to be the only outfitter in that area. Right. So they're paying, I mean, I don't, it depends on the, on depends on the area and what guys yeah, have paid before. Fees but, are oh yeah. I mean, we're talking, well, a lot, right. Yeah. Uh, 50 to a hundred thousand, depending on mm-hmm. probably, I mean, that's, I know, I know what what a handful of them went for, and they're in there in that range. So, and that's for like a five year lease. Okay, so now you're breaking it up, and then they're only allocated say four bear tags a season, right? Like, and then it just it, it just yeah, it, doesn't add up all the way. It, it's not like they're making bank. It's not you know, I'm I'm not mad at the outfitters that that the costs of these hunts are that high. No, it's no. just what it is, right? I'm like I'm not I'm not pointing fingers at anybody um but that's what it's valid that the, that just gives me a a bar to, like that mm-hmm. that is what it's worth yeah, people are value. paying that yeah so yeah like it's uh, yeah i'm not getting so it's so funny because i i told a couple of my coworkers up there and they're like their mind was blown like you're taking a whole hitch off like and i'm like for the yeah f- like like they're probably I mean, granted, they probably you know have a house payment and stuff too, which I really that's don't have the, any well, of that. That's, you should mention that. Like, <laughs> you, you don't have kids. No. You're not married. No. You know what I'm saying? You don't have a mortgage. I'm an addict. Yeah. 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 <laughs> They're just couch surfing, just hunting, and yeah. I, I mean that like well, jokingly, like yeah. you are. You're kind of like gypsying around. Oh yeah, in but, a sense, so that you can have this hunting. Yes, I can have that freedom. Uh, the freedom. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and, and and I mean when you look at it this way, especially working on the slope, which the slope is a pretty cool, it's very unique job schedule, right? I mean, I don't know why more companies don't do that. Um, you know, for the, the people that don't know the slope, we're talking about the oil Prudhoe Bay slope. Yeah, 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 yeah. My slope. bad. Yeah, so you're working on the yeah working in the oil fields, and most of the schedules are either two weeks on, two weeks off, or three weeks on, three weeks off. Mm-hmm. And and I mean off. Like when you leave the slope, nobody calls you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Like you don't hear anything about the slope until you fly back in. Yep. And that is, you know, for for someone in a corporate world job that has their phone on them even on vacation, go ringing off the hook like. It's 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 kind of special. It's a real right? vacation. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. And now now there's trade offs, right? I mean, you're up there for half the year, one way or the other, and you miss everything. <laughs> it feels like yeah. It, it, yeah. It, it's that's the truth. Yeah, you, you're you're literally <coughs> it's the same thing when you're up there. It's good single. It's man's gone. It, like like the half my year is gone. Yep. And but like. But you have the half of the year that you enjoy, right? You know what I mean? That right. you're passionate about. But but and and I think like I was getting at as, as far as I don't know why more companies don't do this. I think it provides a healthier mindset for employees, right? Like mm. you get, you get these big long breaks, you know, you're not just weekend warrior in it. And, yeah. and it's like a mm. barely maybe feeling like you get rested or not because you had to go to kids tournaments or I mean, you know, whatever on the weekends, yeah. right? Like, and then boom, back into the, back into the hustle on Monday. Yeah. And I mean, it kind of relates to like, you know, I've worked for Anchor School District for 20 years. Same kind of deal. Like you get that summer off, you get that spring break Mm -hmm. off, you get that Mm -hmm. Christmas break off, you get those holidays off where you feel like you're not just like trapped in this 
mm-hmm. job. Yeah. You know what I mean? You get that summer off where yep. like me, I, I, I have kids and a mortgage and I have plans to buy shit. So I work <laughs> right. in the summer, you know, oh, yeah. whereas I know lots and lots of teachers that go do awesome shit. Like I got a cool coworker right now. She's in Switzerland, like hiking oh, yeah. around and like doing stuff like that. There's lots of people that just take the whole summer off. I don't know what that feels like. I've never done that. <laughs> um, but there's lots of teachers power to them that, that just go and do all that stuff, which is amazing. Like, and they feel refreshed when they come back to work yep. and re-energize because it's draining to be a teacher. Yeah. You know what I mean? To work with kids and stuff like that. And, and just to have that energy to come back and it's needed. So it's nine months versus like the six months deal that you're talking about. But you're right. More And and maybe with all this pandemic shit that's happened, companies have realized like, what's the best? Like, I I wouldn't say companies. I would say employees have realized like, what's the Mm -hmm. best for me? And like you, yeah, making that call and Mm -hmm. saying, hey, I'll stay, but this is what I want, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. It's a ballsy move. And it's funny because like the, the leverage is kind of in your. Oh order. well, it, un, like so, it's like I, mean, I said, if you are a willing to work person right now, it, not afraid to work, it is an employee's market. Yeah, one hundred percent. Good way to put it. Yeah, hundred percent. It is. I, I all my employees that for my my business, like I gave them all raises. I'm like, what do you want? Yeah. What do you need? Tell me. You need this off. You need this. Like, okay. Mm-hmm. And th- I mean, they don't listen. Good thing, but they don't know. They could tell me whatever, <laughs> yeah. And I'd be like, okay, yeah, yep, just come back when. Just yep. please come back, <laughs> you know. Yeah. And and it, it is an employee's and market. Like with, for for me, I, I I had already proved myself to like you know that other branch, right? Mm-hmm. And they knew there's no training, right? I mean, that's that's a big deal. Yep. They, they know what they're getting, right? yeah. and, and and so yeah, full plug and play. Mm-hmm. And and like I said, I. <laughs> talk the talk so i better walk the walk i better apply myself when i get there mm-hmm. you know i mean just yeah don't fuck and, and they notice <laughs> yeah. that yeah so yeah. um i had a question do you have, have you found the alaska outdoor community welcoming it's it hmm, that's a deep question i, I know that be, I, because there's there's different there's different clicks mm-hmm. okay um and and I see him. Um, I'm also as much as like involved I am on social media or whatever. I'm kind of very antisocial. I don't. Well, it's not that I'm antisocial. I, I'm so dedicated to my hunting season that like I haven't gone fishing in two years. Yeah. Like I, it's like I, I'm trying to side hustle, doing some things, you know, and, and some in my off time that you know I can make a little extra money for for all that hunting season. And so I don't really apply myself to be involved. I guess would be. Yeah. Um, which actually that's a good segue into I, I did i wanted to mention on how much i appreciate this podcast in particular um because you guys do talk a little bit about everything in alaska right i mean you know you're, you're talking about the iron dog when that's relevant you know you're yeah. we're talking about hunting right now um i guarantee there's going to be a podcast about this hike about that you just you know you guys got coming up you know sure. with the family right it's yeah. like uh i Specifically, I, mean, I haven't listened to them all yet, but I'm sure there's fishing ones on there too, oh, yeah. right? Right? Oh, right? Yeah. Like, like, yeah, we're covering everything we can. Exactly, and I, and I really I think that's awesome as far as like dabbling into all of those clicks, right? Yeah, um, yeah. so many. Yeah, yeah. So, mountain climbers. Uh, yeah, yeah, and, and that's one thing I really appreciated about about you guys. Um, but like, as far as gosh, I in general I would say yes, right? But I definitely applied myself 
in, I mean, I, I volunteer in and dived into the wild sheep foundation. Okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I dabbled in SCI too, like, you know, the hunting parts. And, and, and then I met a lot of people there. Right. But, but man, like that outside of that, I like, <laughs> I don't know. I just, I just haven't. Well, and those that you have dabbled in, have you felt like, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Uh, welcomed or you feel, do you feel like it, a lot of it's cl- I mean, like clicky? It is. Or, in, in, gen- in general, I was, because I, I again, because I kind of applied myself, like wanted to be a team player in the Wild Sheep Foundation. I, I feel like in general, I was accepted there, right? Even as this new guy who's only ever shot mule deer in his life, right? Like, yeah. But, um, uh, I'm sure I had some haters too, you know I mean? I'm not necessarily saying thing in my face, but like, here's a non-resident coming up and shooting all my sheep. Like, yeah. well, I guess, but yeah. so, uh, you know, I, I don't know if you knew that, but, um, Zach was doing all the video work for the, um, yeah, foundation thing. What, yeah, was, what was up with you that? You mentioned you were doing that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I just, that, that was one thing that was, again, that was one thing that I knew I could contribute early when I've kind of was first reaching out to them. Oh, okay. And so I've kind of just became there actually for the first couple of years I was, I was helping. I was even running their freaking Insta pages and stuff like oh, nice. just trying to create buzz, you know, and, yeah. um, Oh, I don't know. It's it's a lot, and we don't. What's hard about it is I can't just get to sit there and post all my pictures, right? I mean, yeah, that, those are the pictures I have available. Part of it is um, Kevin, the uh, Kevin uh, Kehoe, the president. He trusts me enough now that he would totally let me gain or um, get a bunch of content from the community in any shape, way, or form that I really saw fit as long as it benefited and he saw, you know, it was going to help. And I've, so I've talked about like having contests or something, you know, where send us in your photos, you know, mm-hmm. have some type of contest where, I mean, legitimately we will give away a rifle yeah. for, for a year's worth of photos kind of thing. Cool. You, you know what I mean? And yeah. you know, it's like, here, send in your photos. We're going to share them. Um, you know, they're going to, you know, they're, we're just trying to create buzz about sheep, right? Yeah. Make, make people excited about it. Yeah. And I just, it's kind of on me. I haven't had the time. Like, I've just been, I hate the term, but I've been really busy. You know, it's just, I mean, I'm not even making time like you said said, to go fishing. Well, speaking speaking on that, it just seems like you don't really think about the the banquet stuff and all the behind the scenes of things that's going on until it's like, oh, the banquet's coming up and it's here and then you do it and then Mm -hmm. it's like out of your mind. Oh no, I'm I'm like I'm I mean, on the for committee. the regular guy. Yeah, for the yeah, regular yeah. Guy. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, we're having meetings every week, every other week for quite well, almost starting after Christmas. Mm. You know. Oh wow. Yeah. yeah. Cool. And most of it's most of it's, um, uh, what are you uh, gathering up stuff for for the raffles, right? You know, talking to these companies and and asking mm. for donations and and repeat you know making those relationships with companies so that you can get the repeats every year yeah you know stuff like that you know and it, and it's and then trying to reach out to new companies and and then like for me you know i mean i uh, i try to build relationships when i like you know go to these shows so you know i could i go to the the western hunt expo in salt lake you know quite a bit uh, i haven't i'm probably going to go this year uh the last two years or the last two years that were available i went to the sheep show in reno and you know nice. so you're you know you, which is trying to gain stuff for wild sheep at the sheep show is probably a little easier because they all have a sheep passion. Yeah. Um, you know, so it's, 
How, how do you feel it's going? Has it been? I almost feel like it's it's a, there's a resurgence kind of happening. Maybe it's on the uptrend, whereas like we've been going to sheep shows. I don't know how long, but it kind of seemed like it dipped, and now maybe it's like back uh, up. It, I mean, maybe you haven't been here long enough to know. Probably not. Yeah, I mean, but does it seem been, like it's, it's? I feel like for good? for what I've seen, it's been it's either been steady or slightly climbing. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I I haven't felt anything go down. Um, I think that was before my time as to when and there was. Um, especially particularly Alaska wild sheep was t- took a took a dive and then yeah. now Kevin's kind of turned that around and I think he has I yeah. think he has it's it's um maybe the information's better that's out there um, maybe we're just better informed you know on what's going on yeah um, but it seems like it's 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 going good yeah you know yeah well the uh, pandemic was weird okay mm-hmm. yeah and, yeah. I, and yeah. as much as like we talk about it nausea, yeah. like that stupid well, ass word. And unfortunately, cow. it's a part of our lives. It is, you know, <clears throat> well said. But in your tenure here in AK, it kind of happened like right in the middle. Yeah. So there was like a weird, like I yeah. think there was a virtual one, which I'm sure was. There, that's not that everybody remembered, even though <laughs> everybody coming together and doing it yeah. should be, you know, <laughs> you know, big yeah. round of applause for still like yeah. putting in the work to try to make it happen yeah. under the conditions, right? But the uh, Palmer show year what in two thousand twenty one was awesome. No one in the tents, right? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I mean, it was fun as hell. Yeah, I was at work for that Were one. You I working for that it. one? Yeah. Oh, that's right. But, yeah. but you made the the replica ram yeah. for the show, which yeah. that thing is so nasty. <laughs> Should pull that up. Dude, oh, the one actually, you, it's that uh, replica. Yeah, is it the one that's the colored? American? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm it up but there. this last year at the Denina, man, I I. I mean, we had a ball, man. Yeah, ran into you there, chatted with you. It looked like you were having mm-hmm. a good time. You had your Wild Sheep Foundation <laughs> vest, man, <laughs> looking awesome. official. But oh yeah, what a beautiful yeah. piece of art you made, though, man. Oh, like, yeah. looks yeah, so that real. Awesome. So that thing's whole, all plastic. I uh, I repaired sheep skull and then dipped it myself in, in the American flag. That's a lot harder than and than people make it look. By the way, oh, I'm sure. Um, and then yeah, the, I'm I'm pretty good at. At, uh, that's getting, all plastic. Yeah. Wow, God, it looks yeah. so real. Yeah, yeah. That's so amazing. that's that's my buddy's ram. Um, he shot. That was his first sheep, actually. It's like <laughs> giant, just thirty nine and three quarter. Like, <laughs> uh, I'm just gonna oh, retire yeah. after this. Yeah. Jesus, oh, there's goodness. no doubt on that he, one. That ram to me is like, no, he's not. He's not a booner. He's not the biggest, but he's like the perfect like look. Oh, so beautiful. Yeah. You know what I mean? Especially yeah. from the front, right? He's got the check mark. Like, yeah, he's, he's well, and then just the rings are so defined, and it's like that thing's battle tested. <laughs> yeah. Nasty. Yeah. So, did you? So did you have to paint it? Like? Yeah, the, the other hand painted. I paint him with uh, with oil paints, just like you would a canvas. Yeah. Is that a, is that a tall Keaton range room by chance? Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. It's weird. That thing's beautiful. Well, I've seen another one like that. Um, in fact, I, I've sent you a picture of it. I was out at Tad's place in Ingle River, and he took a guy out. And they came out. They've been looking for a ram. He he had been watching this ram all summer. Buddy's coming up. They're going to go get this thing. He disappears, and this other massive <laughs> Goliath pops out of nowhere that he had never seen before. Oh, yeah. And uh, it very... Very similar. Oh, cool! I'm glad the genetics are still out there. Yeah, that no, that's why I had to ask. I was like, yeah. "Holy shit, that looks like the one that I held in my hand." And I was yeah. like, 
this is ridiculous how yeah. massive for a doll. Yeah. I mean, it was like, damn. Yeah. Pretty, pretty nice. incredible. That's but really job. great work, Zach. That's yeah. beautiful. That's beautiful. How long did it take you to make that? <sighs> oh, shit. That's a loaded question. Um, yeah. So, like, to do any repro that from start to finish on on a on a real set to to pouring well takes two days two days to rubber it two days to well oh man i don't know is it like a pick away project or you just like hook her down so when when you start to mold it especially with the rubber part you kind of have you have to pay attention and get it done uh because what will happen is is silicone won't stick to anything but itself Okay, so you put the first layer on, and it, and and it's a really thin, liquidy layer, and it's going to get down and capture all that really fine detail, and then you can you mix up some thickener in some of the, the well, like the third and fourth layer is super thick, right? Because at that point it's it's smooth. You're not there's no more real detail to catch, but what so like between the layers is is a time thing because when that once that silicone gets hard. Um, that's when like dust can settle on it and mm. then it won't want to stick as good to mm. itself. Yeah, it won't adhere because right. you got like a film almost yep. of Yep. So there, you, like, you want it to be st- like tacky, but stiff enough that you're not going to move it when you put on the next layer, paint on mm. that or brush it on or whatever. So yeah. it's a, yeah, it's kind of once when the silicone process starts, like it's, you're dedicated, you're going to yeah. at least get it rubbered. But then uh, after that, you make a mother mold out of fiberglass to kind of hold that silicone in place when, but, but when you go to pour them and, and then that's another, the thing is like with that fiberglass, it takes, it's a four step process uh, because it has to be made in four pours more or less i call it pours but it it's you don't really pour it on you kind of dab it on and and use um like mesh and stuff to to fiberglass mesh but could because it that the mother mold there has to be a shell over that over that rubber to hold the rubber in place because you know you you're going to peel that rubber off those horns and then there's nothing in and it's floppy oh right right so you got to have a mother mold to kind of hold it in place and like a structure mm -hmm. well then it can't be but then it has to come off because you have to be able to get to the you know the the, either both to take it off the real one and the plastic ones so it has to be done in pieces where you know you make what you make like this part let it harden, and then you have to put a bunch of wax on the faces of it so that when you put the next piece up to it, it won't stick to it, mm-hmm. right? So it has to be done in... in so complex yeah. sound. Oh, it is. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's it's not hard. It's just a process, yeah. you know? And yeah. Where'd you learn to do that? Oh, I've been doing taxidermy forever. Like, yeah. my dad has a shop growing up down in Washington, and okay. yeah, it's kind of... I want to go down that rabbit hole after this <laughs> oh, God. ad read. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> The Treehouse AK, your one-stop dispensary located at 341 Boniface Parkway. Be sure to ask the bud tender about their deal of the day because, honestly, there's always something good on deck. And, guys, listen, this is where the culture lives. At the Treehouse, their dedication to servicing consumers has been developed through a lifetime of involvement in the cannabis culture. They're committed to providing the highest quality products at whatever value your budget affords while always maintaining the deep-rooted principles that have carried them this far. Their focus is on relationships over transactions, and you can always depend on them to treat you with the respect you deserve. Hit them up at thetreehouseak.com, and remember, you must be 21 years of age to enter their store. 
Tailored Restoration, 24-hour emergency home services, helping Alaskans restore their dreams since 1972. Services include fire, water, mold, post-emergency cleaning, repair, and remodeling. Tailored has an emergency response number with trained professionals available to help you at any time, day or night. Give them a call in Anchorage, Eagle River, Matsu, or Fairbanks. Make an appointment today at tailoredrestorationalaska.com. Since 2008, Serrano's is Anchorage's own new generation of Old Cocina. Their menu showcases the passion and love of their rich heritage and unique family recipes that have been passed down through the generations. Serrano's goal is to embrace and display trad flavors using the best ingredients that are available. They focus on making everything from scratch daily. In-house menu includes handcrafted corn tortillas, salsas, carne asada, and chorizo. But don't take their word for it. Experience their tradition and sabor for yourself. Locations on Tudor and Northern Lights, both with new tequila bars. Check out their daily specials at serranosmexicangrill.com. The Connoisseur Lounge, located in the heart of Palmer, Alaska. The Connoisseur Lounge is Palmer's first locally owned and operated cannabis retailer. Their beautiful store is located at 226 Evergreen Avenue. The Connoisseur Lounge has exclusive cannabis products such as Snowcap Romance, Aurora Haze, Super Glue, and one of our favorites, Sugar Cookies. And if you're not into the flower, the connoisseur can hook you up with edibles, vape supplies, and a ton of CBD options for all your health and inflammation needs. Check out their daily deals at theconnoisseurlounge.net, or even better, stop by the lounge today. Remember, you must be 21 years of age to enter their store. So you got into um, learning all that taxidermy from your dad? Yeah. Yeah, in fact... Oh, I wish I remembered. I could tell you what day it is. I posted a couple of pictures recently, well, not recently, but um, throughout the last year or whatever, where I'm like 10 or something, standing there helping my dad at the shop. Is it on your Instagram? Yeah, and on my Facebook too, I think. But so I find it on your if Instagram. I can just find the day, that would be I, I was saying, Brandon, um, over the break, yeah. that taxidermy seems to me... Like it's one of those like family tradition things that gets mm. passed down, kind of like uh, leather working or you know couture kind of fine art kind of stuff. That's like or woodworking maybe. Yeah, or woodworking yeah. um, kind of. But and then I and then I asked as Zach. I said, "Is there schools for taxidermy?" He said, "There is." Like you can go to oh, you really? can go to school yeah. to somewhere. Oh, you I don't get know. trained like a trade school. <clears throat> yeah, like that. There's actually that you can actually get a student loan to to go do that. I'll be damned. Yeah. Wow, that's really cool. I did not know that. Mm-hmm. So and if you have that artistic um, drive and yeah. patience and oh, it's it's yeah. You know, because you're gonna put a lot of hours in doing something that ain't gonna make you a lot of money. December 2020, I think. Is oh wow! Yeah. Look at that. Yeah, freaking like. A, Oh, oh, how yeah. cool, bro. Yeah. Damn. Nice deer, too. Yeah, I don't even no idea whose that is. Like, yep. <laughs> I don't even know. I, I don't know if it's my Here's dad's work, or customer's or what. Dad in the shop. There it yeah. is. I, I just pulled it up on oh, the yeah. TV. Yeah. There's Zach when he was like, I don't know, how old are you there, six? I really uh, have no idea. So with your dad working like on something? Yeah, maybe eight. Eight, eight. yeah. Maybe. I was a big kid, though, so. Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> wow, that's, that's amazing. That's way cool, man. Yeah, I'll never forget. I, I, I broke 100 pounds in second grade. Oh, no shit. <laughs> yeah. Wow, that's I'll never forget full, that. Full, just husky boy? Damn, you were a big boy, <laughs> yeah. man. Yeah. Wow. Damn, okay. My son's a sixth grader. He's not even 100 yet. Yeah. No, man, he's string bean, too. Yeah, like I said, I was a big boy. 
I so, learned I learned to walk before I could crawl. Actually, I don't even know that I ever crawled because I was too fat to crawl. <laughs> just, came, just came out walking. Yeah, I so, came I came out eating Costco muffins. Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> Give me that poppy seed. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I was like, like I said, I was, it's I've been around him my whole life. Like I just like I don't know any different. You know, yeah. this is normal. Mm-hmm. So you're saying that the mo- the molds, the yeah. molds of the the skulls and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. That's more like the. Um, you're not gonna find that. Oh, like people oh, hold oh, that like, hold that close I, to them. Like yeah, do, yeah, yeah. Do taxidermies make their own mold, or you can buy the mold for? Or for oh, okay. That's for example, like. Like like the like one for behind, a deer mount, right? Is like that say what you're for saying? that goat. He's got right a behind. goat behind oh. us here. So let's say that. Like, oh, is yeah. someone making that, or are you buying that? I'm buying that. Okay. Right. Yeah. So yeah. there, so there are taxidermy mannequin companies. Okay. okay. Um, not very many of them, and then like a couple of the bigger ones have bought a lot of little ones out. Uh, so mm. it, it's, it's not very many to choose from, and that can. Wow. So for example, like a goat, a mountain goat, mountain goat life size mounts. There really is not that many to choose from. You open up a, the the catalog, and there's I don't know, I have to say fifty of them. Sure, but um, it, like this, we'll just break it into thirds. Like where some of them are small, some of them are medium, and some of them are large. And then there's only a few that are like extra large, extra extra large. So you know, like like um. so. Okay, so now you just shot a giant Billy, but you only have like ten mannequins to choose from. Oh. You know, you know, there's not really, or might even be less for for, for goats. It might even be like five, yeah, um, or or like bobcats. I'm real familiar with from from growing up in, in the shop down there. And a big tom is like 25 to 30 pounds, and there's really only like, yeah, like five to ten mannequins. And so it's like when people come in and have this idea that they want this mount done, we're like, well, with the cat that you have, you actually only have these choices. I mean, there's a lot of, without going into like super custom, um, which is, is just not a money-making deal no. for, for the tax service. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you, you can get it done, but it's going to cost more. Right. You can do anything you want. I mean, yeah. any pose, position that you can dream up can be done. Don't let anybody tell you it can't. It's, it's just, just they're gonna, not willing to put in the time. Gotcha. Gotcha. <laughs> so. Man, you got some great pictures, man. Oh, um, leading into that, uh, I want to get into um, Hardworking Hunter and, and how you came up with the name. And and, and anyone listening, it, it, that's the Instagram handle too, Hardworking Hunter. I love the name, uh, your logo, your yeah. merch, and all that stuff. Like, it's... it's genuine i guess yeah. would be what i was going for yeah right it is man it really just like nails it just yeah. perfectly and the only other person that i could say that is similar is i want to say jeff's the mediocre alaskan oh yeah you yeah. know that's just like yep. he just is like this is me you know this yeah. is it and 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 i feel like you're kind of in that same little same category where it's mm-hmm. just like you know, you're not like boosting yourself up like the baddest ass dude. You know what I'm saying? Or you know, no, the top notch trophy guy. You know, it's like I'm just working harder. I truly believe that anybody can do it, right? Like that, I, and I preach that. I, it's like, do you want to do it? How? Well, for example, uh, throw my sister on the bus under the bus a little bit, but I took. I, I, she had a second kid, got really big. Lost a lot of weight last year because I offered to take her sheep hunting, right? As oh, a, nice. ne- next to Ken. And she, she's, she hunts. Um, and, but she's never like really mount, mountain hunted, right? Hunted out of a backpack. Anyways, she worked her ass off last summer, comes up, 
we had a good hunt, just didn't quite get it done on some rams. Um, had some people issues, uh, but anyway, she did really well. And and the and the the fact that we got into sheep country and got sixty yards from rams, like you kind of sheep hunted, right? They, they used succeeded. Oh, oh yeah, right. you did it all. And and all yeah, the way. she didn't kill one. Um, but yeah. but anyway, so this year it's like I kind of asked her. I was like, "Well, do you want to go again?" And, and you know, it's like. Uh, she kind of hemmed and hawed and, uh, but it's, it's like, the, that's what I asked her. It's like, well, I can't make you want it. Right. It's like, how bad do you want it? But I truly believe you can do it. Mm. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, yeah. I, I believe anybody can do it. It's not, it, how bad do you want it? Yep. And so, yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't, yeah, I, I realize I put out a lot more effort than some, but I mean, I don't like. I, yeah. I, I want it more, I guess, you yeah. know? Yeah. I just. I, so that, that name just kind of come to you at some point? Oh, yeah. Point so or? that, dude, name making is so hard. Oh, man. It I, is. <laughs> 2012. Um, my family in particular, between me and my dad and my sister and my mom, like, I don't remember. I watched like 12 deer die or something. I mean, it was an unbelievable season. Um some giant bucks hit the dirt, right? And there's always been this, like, voice in the back of my mind that, again, like, with mentors, like, I mean, I'm, I was infatuated with the Western Hunter and Nate Simmons' work, you know, camera work, and and, and same with Jason Massinger. And uh, it's like, that's what I see when I'm hunting. And and they were very different than your, you know, whitetail tree stand or, or you know, th- at the time it was kind of a – almost well kind of fake but and it just wasn't cinematic right like mm. i'm into the into the cinematic style yeah. uh, that's just what speaks to me well it's like so and anyways i was looking and at the time it's like those two were the biggest like western hunting tv type but the rest of it was you know like the crush with lee and tiffany and you know all these whitetail like, yeah. tv things and i was very into it right it's like i watched bull riding growing up and i watched hunting tv that was it right <laughs> and uh and so it, Again, I got that, that that addiction started so young, yeah. and, and so I was like, "Man, I watched twelve deer die this year, and some of these bucks were freaking tanks." And and I can be that guy, right? It's like I know I can do this, yeah. but holy crap! The, you start researching how much you know, just one decent camera cost, and at the time, it, it's way more readily available now than it was then. Yep. And and the cost was exponentially more for a higher end camera. And um so anyway, I, I just I kicked it around for years, quite a few years. Well, I had like a little handyman. My my, my parents bought me one for my birthday or Christmas or something. You know, standard definition, just a little handy cam type thing and and I made ground squirrels ground squirrel videos mainly <laughs> like we were, you know just blowing up ground squirrels during turkey season. Yeah. And uh that was like one of the first like little music hunting videos that I ever made. And the stand, like I said, standard definition, just junk really. But it, it was cool at the time, right? I was in high school. And then, like I said, 2012, uh, was when I made the jump. And after killing, after, after having that kind of a season and I was like, man, I wish I had this on video. Yeah. Not really having any idea what I was getting myself into. I went out and I bought like a camera, like, you know, a little handy, uh, a, a, a Canon, which one's that? Like the, uh, Vixia, I want to say, 
Uh, what's the number on it? Shoot, I don't know. XA. Well, no, uh, that was probably four K. So it's one of the newer ones. But uh-huh. it was a it was a just HD. It was like a an XA twenty, I think. Okay. Um. Uh. And I mean, I don't remember what it was at the time. Twenty five hundred bucks or something. Which for a guy out of college, like I mean, that's that's that's, that's a purchase, right? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, and uh, and you're gonna go in the field with it. And so oh it's yeah, like a lot of <laughs> yeah uh, potential harm to said yeah. equipment. <laughs> so, but I bought it. I was like, I'm doing this. Well, oh, then yeah. it was, I yeah, I remember sitting at the time. I so I, I went into into agriculture because that's what I grew up around, and that's what I went to college for, and that's at the time that's what I was working in. I was a commercial sprayer, and. Uh, so there's a lot of, a lot of seat time, right? Sitting in operating equipment, spraying fields, and a lot of time to yourself, a lot of time to think, yeah. and running just name after name after name through my head, you know, and then having a list of would like. You, five. Would you write them down? Yeah. Oh yeah, I made a list, and yeah. then and then I and then I'd call. <laughs> it's like I'd, naming your kid. Yeah, I'd call a handful of people. Like, what do you think of this? What do you think of this? Yeah. And or Google it, right? And somebody already had it. <laughs> oh, God. Dude, it's like, so damn. hard. Name, name making is so hard. N- name making and like logo brand, you know, it, dude, it's, it's, it is yep. a challenge. Yeah. Endless hours and yeah. back and forth conversations and shared text messages. It, yeah, but I would rough. say anyone that's out there to do it, just like if you have it, just Google it first. Because if it's gone, yep. don't even just stop right there. Yep. Yeah, don't waste your time. Don't waste nope. your time. It's yeah. hard. It, yeah. and, and, and so I'd come up with these good what i felt like good ideas and i don't know just didn't roll off the tongue and and really realistically like hardworking hunter to me isn't a very it it's it's kind of long kind of long-winded mm-hmm. um not very good for making small logoed easy to sell stuff not that I, i'm really i don't really have a lot of merch anyway but just at the time, like it's like, oh, it's kind of long-winded, you know. You make this giant ass banner, and it's like, oh, that ain't gonna. You can't put that on a hat, you know. Like just it's gonna go all the way around. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> giant. Yeah, or, or or and it doesn't really break down small enough, like HWH, right? Yeah, uh, that's yeah. not really. Hmm, that doesn't turn me on very much, you know. Just, but anyways, that's that's what I went with, and and what I liked about it, um, is its twist on words. Hardworking hunter, what are you? Are you a hard worker that hunts, or are you a guy that hunts hard? Mm. Or are you working hard while you're hunting, right? Gotcha. And it's kind of a play on words. Um, so that was kind of cool, and that was definitely me, and it always has been. Yeah. I've, I've, I'm, I'm, I've put in... I'm I'm not a 40 hour work week guy. It's well, I mean, even like, and, and that's why the slope even fits in really well. Like working agriculture. Yeah. I mean, you're working 80 plus hour weeks every week when it's the busy season, you know, mm-hmm. and that's what we do up there. 84 hour weeks minimum, yeah. you know? So it's just, it's kind of fit what I'm used to, but yeah. So that's kind of where that's where that was born. And when it just, I wrote it down on one of my lists and it, and it, and then I would leave it and cross off ones that, that, that didn't happen yeah. and write more down and it stayed and it stayed. And I'm like, the thing, I guess one of the bigger things of it is nobody had it. Yeah. yeah. Perfect. You could buy, you could buy the domain. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I got this one. Yeah. What's one that you thought of that was gone? You're like, Oh damn. gosh, I couldn't. It's been the so The worst long. is when you like 
get one that you thought you liked and then you look it up and like these guys aren't doing it justice <laughs> this is, this isn't. it's all devastating like, they're yeah. wasting a good logo yeah. <laughs> wasting such a good name <laughs> yeah but, but then as i in that process though sure you're trying to think of something that'll sell merch because i mean that's part of the marketing plan too i guess you know your branding brand all, all of it yeah. but what you're what what uh oh shit i just totally brain farted um where was i going with that find a name marketing no uh, i know but i was like leading up to my punchline and it's gone it's funny how that works man yeah i do that all the time <laughs> on these recordings I, I try to hold a thought and it's like so much information and banter and shit goes back yep. and it's like oh, uh, flyer it's gone oh i got it i got it yes. came back when you're trying to think of a name like this you're obviously trying to have something that represents yourself but then mm. represent your audience okay and but then as you like you come up you so you just get so frustrated and trying to find a name that does that that then pretty soon you're like well so like at the time in the hunting industry um like Zach Griffith was a big thing. I don't know if you know who he is. He's a guy from Salt Lake. He's he's really not even in the outdoor space anymore. But he was one of the first Instagrammers, kind of, for one of the first bit or one of the first guys that blew up for hunting on Instagram. I guess I would say. Okay. Okay. And uh, what was his name again? Zach Griffith. Zach Griffith. Okay. Yeah. And and the thing about his is 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 he just used his name ZachGriffith.com. Right. Yeah. And it's like, so at the end of the day, your brand really, yes, it's cool if it represents you. Right. Uh, but at the same time, people aren't going to, I mean, they, they're, not gonna they're wear buying, Zach Griffith. No, they're, they're buying you. They're not really buying the name. Yeah. At least that's how, that's how I feel. Right. I mean, yeah, this is obviously a good brand. They are just going to be buying the brand, but it's like, I'm, I'm selling myself kind of with this. So, it does, at the end of the day, it really doesn't matter what my name is. Is if I create this cool, these cool videos and create this product, doesn't, they're going to be following me, yeah. whether whatever the name is, right? Yeah. So that's kind of where it's like I, I they, found they know whatever the title you created, but it's Zach. Ex exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And, yeah. and so it's the personality that they get attracted to. Yeah. And and yeah. Fo following Zach Griffith, that's where I kind of at the time that's what I was like you know it, it, like that's just his name. Yeah. You know and. So that's when hardworking hunter hit my head and nobody had it. I was like, that's just what I'm running with. Yeah, go <laughs> you know, with it. go with it. <laughs> yeah, you make lists forever. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, but it was hard. Well, you don't forget it. You know, like when we met you oh, back yeah. in nineteen, it was like running into you, meeting you. Like we talked, chatted for hours. So yeah. it was like wasn't going to forget your name. You know, after that much. Yeah. You know, dialogue uh, <laughs> sharing, but what what like resonated with me afterwards like damn this dude like branded his own shit like yeah like just self-made did his own thing and it's cool because like um kudos to you for going out on a limb and um not being not giving a shit what anybody thinks or worrying about what uh, what the industry may think of you or whatever you're just doing you yeah and that's what like Instagram and that's what the, like the social media platform is cool mm -hmm. about. And um, Erica Smith just posted like a really cool video, like just yeah, just giving a it. shout out to people, just saying like fucking just do it, yeah, and do you, man, and don't give a shit what anybody says. They'll they'll be haters. There'll be people that'll love you. There'll be people that'll comment. They're oh, gonna yeah. be negative bullshit. But like fuck it, dude. Like do you? There's 
there's no one else that can do it but you. Yeah. In, in this, in yeah. this, in your way, yeah. and and like you're not letting anybody tell you how to do it. So, man, I love it, dude. Yeah, like, no, I mean, thanks. I appreciate that. Totally. I, I honestly I mean, think that you ins- take some balls to do this shit, man. I, I'll tell really you, Zach, does. you inspired us. Oh, you know yeah. what I'm saying? When we first met, that was before we even thought yeah. of any of this shit. This was just talking we're like, about man, it all look the this time. guy, man. He out there and he just got his brand and he had your hat. Yeah, I think you had your shirt on. You had the oh, t-shirt. Yeah. You had yeah, the t-shirt. I was like, well, what's what's like, hard working hunter? First thing I asked you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, <laughs> well, up on uh, us on our camp in the middle me. of nowhere. <laughs> yeah, it's just me. Like, I don't, uh, <laughs> I don't really do anything special. <laughs> I got a couple videos. And it's so funny. Like, I've as a content creator, I guess would be the word to call this now. I am on the struggle bus. I haven't, man, I haven't released a full, full film in two or three years, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. It just, it's a lot of work. Yeah. Yeah. Just editing. But man, you I'll got some you, beautiful ones though. The, you got some really yeah, good films. I, I, I watched all your films. You yeah. Got some, thanks. Uh, uh, is it a YouTube creativity. channel too, right? Hardworking yeah. Hunter. Yeah. yeah, man. If you're listening, go check it out. Some of those, uh, mule deer hunts and stuff mm-hmm. you got on there, man. It's, it's awesome footage. It's and it's cool. and and I'll, I mean, and not to to my own horn here, but when when I when I dove into that at the time, there was this thing called the Full Draw Film Tour, and it's still it's still a thing, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and that was very inspiring to me, also, right? So it, it and Jason Matzinger a lot of times had a film in it, um, but so what it was is it's this film festival that you submit your film and they go anybody can enter. And that's one thing that's really cool about it. And, and I mean, yeah, Matt Singer was in it quite a bit. And technically he's, you know, we'll call him a professional. Um, but every, it seemed like you did, you don't necessarily see the same people in it every year. You know, you know, a lot, you're seeing a lot of first timers yeah. and I like that. Yeah. It gives everybody a chance. Yeah. They're yeah. going for it. And, and, and at the end of the day, it doesn't matter how cinematic it was as long as the story that is told resonates with the audience, right? Yep. It does not matter how, how, what the high, you can film the whole thing with the GoPro or your phone good enough to make the full draw film tour. And, mm. and I like that, right? Yeah. If, 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 it, if, if that film moves you as an audience, it, it has That's a chance. It. Yeah. it has a chance, right? Yep. Just to, I guess, um, encourage others to get out there and do it. If yeah. they're, if they're, on, on the edge of kicking it around and you know like that was it so anyway so this was this was inspiring to me and i and i would go to this film tour and what 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 they would do is they would tour and and stop at random theaters around the west so uh they would do it like a summer tour and you would you know figure out what days they were at what theaters and sometimes you'd have to drive a couple hours to get to it but by gosh you're watching hunting videos on the on a big screen yeah. and yeah. and real authentic right yeah. mm-hmm. it's awesome and and yeah. the, and for for like me as a as a western hunter you know mule deer elk occasionally you know you get a, a draw tag mountain goat big horn sheep and it, whatever and and it was all archery that was the one thing about the full draw they had they had a hunting mm-hmm. tour i think also it's kind of similar but for me i was a big time archery mule deer hunter and that was awesome right like that like i was i, I bow hunted only for probably eight years um, for there for a while mm. and uh but it, anyways um so it was a goal so like, okay, i'm gonna get this camera <laughs> so this was the progression i get the I, I buy that camera that for that one camera and i said okay this i have i have this camera i have nothing to edit with but it doesn't matter because 
as long as I can record the videos, I can edit them later. I can figure out how to either borrow a computer that's capable of computing HD quality because at the time before you know like like oh, that yeah. was that was the jump at the time yeah and and HD quality video was like 4k or 8k is now where if you were to try to put it on a computer from five years ago you got a problem yeah, yeah you know just yeah. done just and sizzled work. right and but, but but like I said it <laughs> didn't matter <laughs> get the camera get the footage right that that's yeah. what that that's what I just that was my mindset and and so that's what I did I, that first that first year I, I went out um, captured a few videos on film. I'm trying to think of even what the first one was. Actually, the first one I ever recorded was was a bighorn sheep. No mm. shit. I went, oh, I, yeah. wow. Yeah, a friend of mine, a friend of ours, Zero Tag. Uh, he was. Oh, man, I've I, seen pictures. That big group of you guys went on that, right? Uh, well, there's. I have two of them, okay. and one of them's like super high quality, and it was not that one. <laughs> <laughs> and that one's only like a year ago or two years ago. Is that actually that man? That one's man. It's been. F- four or five now oh has yeah it? that okay. that came out like the first year i moved here well okay. it, no actually it was the same it was the year after that it was it was three years ago i thought one of those looked like a mexico mexico hunt but maybe uh, uh well i just posted a reel on instagram of a mexico hunt okay yeah all right um no no th- but anyway. this this bighorn tag well obviously it was 2013 because that's okay. when I, that's when i bought the camera mm-hmm. and um the those sheep tags open september 15th um, oh, that's actually what happened. So I, I shot my black bear that year with my bow in Idaho. I was like, I, I didn't square bears at the time, right? Because I didn't really know anything. First bear I ever killed. Um, but I know he was six eight from nose to tail. So if you you know normally they're a little bit wider from claw to claw. So he's pushing a seven foot freaking black bear, you know, yeah. giant. Awesome. And I didn't even I had no idea. It, but so I filmed that. I got a little bit of footage of that black bear alive um, before I went and killed him with my bow. But we were we were mule deer hunting, and I just bumped into it, and I was like, "Dude, that's freaking that's a black bear!" And I always wanted a black bear with my bow. Like that was I don't know at the time that was just a little side dream that I had. Oh, that's and cool. so sure shit, I get in there and I get him killed. And so I like I didn't get to I didn't get the kill shot on camera, obviously, because me and my dad had split up on on this on the we were hunting this buck, and then uh, yeah, I so saw we were split. I took just video of the bear because no one's gonna believe me that I freaking saw a black. We were not in black bear country. It was pretty wide open. Oh, okay. You know, it's like no one's going to believe me that I even saw a black bear, let alone. So it's like I just took a little bit of video of him so that, like, I. To show the buddies. So yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. So, but then I ended up down there getting killed him. And all I did was just set the camera up and I told a little story about it to the camera or whatever. But then it was. So that was early like first september opening week well then i like i said the first real kill i got was that was that bighorn sheep and i put the little video together mainly as a memory for the for the old guy oh, i mean yeah. um he'd been putting in for 20 some years Man, i oh, forget wow. how old he was in his 50s i think at the time you know and and realistically not in sheep shape uh yeah <laughs> like, I mean, like you know he wasn't planning on actually getting like attacked, like me know? right now <laughs> yeah you know one well, his his once in a lifetime like a month away bro and, <laughs> yeah, yeah we'll get there we'll get there <laughs> And, and it was, it, but anyways, I was like the first kill. Well, so then, but it was like, so that was kind of my hidden goal was I wanted to be on the full draw film tour. And the idea was like, Oh, you know, you make videos, you get some followers, get on the full draw film tour. It's like, boom, you're going to get some, some products, some sponsors, something, you know, like, yeah, that was like this, this, that was the easy train. Right. But I, I won't lie. So then, uh, the next year, 2014, I actually filmed my dad whacking like a 194 freaking muley like just a tank giant with a bow and 
get so so this is two years after I bought the camera is when I finally broke down and bought a computer good enough to edit it so that I could edit it and get it into the full draw film tour submission before deadline and I got it all done within like two weeks of the deadline and wow. got it in right I didn't make it first you know the first time I had entered first real video I had ever edited and it didn't make it and kind of a letdown, but whatever, I guess. But then those boys, uh, Cody Kellum was the one running it at the time, and he reached out, and he was like, well, what we're doing is, you know, we, we really liked your film. It was good. It just was, you know, just didn't make top seven or whatever it took to make the tour. Yeah. He goes, but what we're doing is, is you know, so we're going to make two stops by your hometown, you know, like one in Spokane and one in Tri-Cities. You know, they're both like two hours opposite direction. And he's like, and we want to play your film in the intro just as like a, oh, nice. a, a fan, a fan, uh, uh, local. Lo local. Yeah, local. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Fan. With none of that, I forget the, how to say that. But yeah, local boy, right? Yeah. A, a local favorite. Fan fair? No, I'm, I'm trying to think of like, like local favorite or... Anyway, they, right. I got a consolation prize is what I yeah. got. <laughs> and, oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Honorable mention. Kind of, like, yeah. yeah. But, <laughs> but really on them, it was a marketing tool because they're, you know, people that knew me knew that my film was going to be played on the big screen locally and they're going to okay. come, you know, yes. so realistically. Yeah, they're selling tickets. Yeah, it's a good marketing tool. Yeah. But for mm -hmm. me, it was like, holy shit, my I'm video on. is going on the big screen. Yeah, yeah. You oh, know, yeah. and yeah, I mean, it was like one little, like, theater realistically in the grand scheme of the world it's like this big you know it's yeah, just yeah. small but it was still like dude you're on the big you, you're you. on the big yeah, yeah, yeah dude. Dude. oh yeah oh yeah and great feeling so that happened uh what that was 14 so 15 15 we go in have a really freaking uh different hunt for op for our opening week and i filmed it and at the time I didn't think that I would ever edit it and show it, mm. and because it, it, and I'll, you know, I'm leading into this, but it was just I just didn't think that it was what the people wanted to see. Okay, and so I I banked it, just put it in hard drive, yeah. move on, and then I didn't really get any other archery kills on film that year. There were some, I think, some rifle kills or something, but. The next year rolls around, and I didn't get any good anything good enough to put on film that year. And it's like, well, okay, well. So then I'm like, but I'm also in this kind of space of, well, I need, I'm gonna at least just edit this and just put it out on my YouTube channel, right? Yeah. Like, I'm not gonna enter it into the tour, but I'm just gonna. So I sit down and I start editing this film. Like and you don't want to waste the. No, I mean it, it's just I don't know. I, I kind of a year had gone by too, and. I guess I felt probably a little bit different about it. Mm. And so I, I sit down and I edit this film and pretty soon it's like, I'm telling this story and just the way I told it, I realized like, you know what? This is actually kind of special. This is freaking badass. And I like showed it to a few people like rough drafts, you know, and it's like, holy shit. And then I reached out to the new owner of the film, the film tour. Cody sold it uh, to Jade, and I reached out to Jade and I sent it to him. And he was like, um, "When are like this is a submission?" And I was like, "Well, I don't know. I was just kind of to see what you thought. You know, like you think it'd be good? I, it's kind of rough, and I don't know if people want to see this." And and it was like, um, "No, like 
you come over and and I'll kind of help you tweak it a little bit and like and all he did was just some kind of little editing things. The storyline was all there. It was just really on some Premiere Pro stuff that I just wasn't, I was totally green at. Yeah. It was more just on cleaning some stuff up. It had nothing to do with like helping me really tell this story. And so, yeah, so I'll be dipped in shit, right? I made the full draw film tour. Right on. And lo and behold, like, after this is all said and done, they, they uh, we go down to Salt Lake Expo and they gave out awards and I won the full draw film tour. Really? Yeah. They they give four awards and I won two of them. Wow. What year and is this? This was 2016. Okay. Well, yeah, 2016. And what it was, and a lot of anybody who knows me has has, has seen this video. It's on YouTube. Um, me and my dad hunted in 2015, Washington, Idaho, and even Oregon was a year, a very, very bad fire year. And what we did, a, a short story, what we did is we found a couple bucks that had been burned and we put them down on film. Oh, like out of their, like, yeah, out of like their one, like my dad's buck had a broken front leg, couldn't hardly walk, you know, and this fire had gone through there more than a week before that and was, you know, starting to skinny down. Mine was, on his last leg, like, uh, same thing though. Is his, he, he, either his front feet were so, or his back feet were so burnt that they were just like the size of cantaloupes. Like oh just, my goodness, just, Oh, it's bad. Flared up. Oh man. It, it's hard to watch. Right. I mean, it's like I said, it's, it's sad. Like you feel so bad for these animals and, and we put our tags on them. We would put them out of the minute, whether or not we, if we could even eat the meat or not, which I did, but and it was, most of it was fine. We, we cut some pus spots out where, um, it had, you know, they were, the Pussed birds up. had infected. Yeah, and, mm-hmm. yeah, but but I mean, overall, it, it it ate just fine. But it's just, I mean, that's not which that's not hunting, right? Yeah, that's an unusual. But um, but what I did is I turned it into a conservation story. Got mm. it. And that's mm. what, what that's what attracted the yeah, yep. people's emotions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, dude. So it, you know, you go to a you go to a show like that, and normally it's kind of you know good spirits everyone's kind of hooping and hollering dude when, when an arrow hits an elk it's like that 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 uh theater erupts yeah, right yeah. like like it, it's a really cool experience to go to one of those and when my film was playing you could hear a pin drop it was insane people are almost crying oh, focused I'll, quiet i will tear up if i watch it right now yeah it gets me every time yeah and that's good filming. That's oh. good. That's good story. And that's you didn't good. even know when you were doing it. Like, I, in fact, gonna... in yeah, and then and I'll be honest. There's some backstory there where where in the moment I was actually really pissed off because my I had dropped my bow or something, and I, I had to put a couple more arrows into that buck that are on a film, mm. and and which really irritated me because I because your bow was off mm-hmm. on your first shots. It was. Okay. Yeah, I I hit a little far forward, and I actually didn't even hit. Like you can't tell in in the film um, that I really don't hit vitals. I I hit too far forward. I I put it through his his shoulder more than mm-hmm. an actual rib shot. But not that I mean he could hardly walk. He didn't go very far. I mean I, right. I, I put him out, but it's still it's like it just, I was so mad for the same reason that I, like when I was talking to you earlier about how much time I put into this rifle this week. Mm-hmm. I put that I put more time into my bow shooting over a hundred hours a night. You know, I mean, at those like three, four years, I was the best shot, best archery shot I'll ever be in my life. Yep. And you were practicing. So oh hard. man, yeah. And and then so then in the heat of the battle, 
my uh, bow didn't shoot right. I was uh, so disgusted. Oh, shit. Yeah. yeah. And so All that time there was, uh, that was part of it. Why I also didn't want to, I, I didn't know how to tell the story good, I get, or, you know, in a, in a good light. Yeah. And then after a year, like I said, I wasn't as mad anymore about that. Right. And, and then I, I mean, I, <clears throat> obviously I'm, I'm saying it right now. It's not like I'm trying to hide it, but at the same time, it's like, there's a, y- you have to publicly, uh, uh, as a content creator for like hunting, you have to promote a positive light, right. Yeah. Of hunting. Right. So it's like, it, I couldn't, I didn't want to show this animal suffering and then me shooting it, winging it more or less, yeah, you know, yeah, it's yeah. like, I'm not really embarrassed about it. I'll tell, I'm telling everyone right here, but it's like yeah. for the, for the non, non-hunter that sees that it's like you you, you can't there's just there's just a fine great there's some gray area there that, that yeah you know well I, I feel like as as hunters there's yeah we feel like we've we, got a target on our back we do and we have to show the best light of it because yeah. we do have the target on our back yeah 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 so that that's anyways I, but so it's like there's this progression where i i worked hard at it and and it's like it just literally felt it's like i couldn't believe let alone that i was on the tour that I'm standing up on stage with Jason Matzinger receiving an award. Yeah. Which. That's awesome. Freaking. Yeah. It was big to you, man. Cause you, oh, yeah. At the time, really it was huge. You really into that. Oh, yeah. yeah. It, I well, mean, especially you said, like, growing up and, like, you're looking up to these guys and, and all this stuff and to just. Stand on the stage with him. Yeah, that's It was amazing. pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he knows it. I mean, I, I, every time I see him at the show, now, I mean, like, we talk. Like, it's yeah. a, a, acquaintances, friends, whatever you want to call it. But it's, yeah. like, it's like we know each other. And that's and, and I've told him that. So it's like, dude, that was one of the coolest things ever. Yeah, like, yeah it meant so much to you. Oh, yeah. That's amazing. Does QU still do their? No, QU hasn't done the film fest. They only did it one year. Was it only one year yeah. they did it? Yeah. Man, I- and then um, the one to enter now, and I'm I. This might be me coming out of a semi-retirement, I guess, because I haven't done anything for like three years. I I really am going to do my damnedest to get one made for uh, the Western Hunter is putting is putting on a film fest. They did last year, and okay. and they are again this year. Okay, and yeah, I got it here. It runs through uh, April twenty three. Is it April or February? Uh, let me. I, I thought it was February myself, but um, I might be wrong. Submit film submissions will be accepted until uh, February twenty eighth, two thousand twenty three. Oh, okay. Yep. So now, now's the time to make the video, right? Like yeah. to make your film now, or like yeah, obviously to film it now or to edit film it now. It now. Oh, okay, it, film it, not, edit it, yeah. and then submit it by the twenty eighth of February. Yeah. And okay, it can it can be from this year. Yeah. Is, is there yeah. stipulations like you can't have posted it on YouTube or something? No, no, uh, none. You okay. can actually post it, and and I, th- I think it's going to be to your benefit. They changed it a little bit this year, but so like I I know Chris Dunham, the the owner of the Western Hunter, really well. Well, I don't know really well, but I I, I know him. I talked to him. The same thing. I go to these shows and and yeah. and specifically talk to him. He's the most genuine guy you'll ever meet. And what I b- truly believe about Chris is he's going to try to make this as fair as possible. And last year I didn't enter. They, they reached out and they're like, you can enter. I'm like, oh, I just haven't had time to edit anything. Yeah. I've got a lot of stuff backlogged on hard drives, but I just haven't, I haven't had the drive to, to edit. And, uh, but what, what, what I, I'm willing to enter this one because I, I think Chris is trying to make it as fair as possible because last year it kind of turned into a popularity contest and this was their first run. Right. Mm. And, and I don't, I just don't, I'm, it, it, it's kind of like, kind of like a draw system for these animals. Right. I don't think there is a perfect kind of system, but you know, so you submit it 
they have a panel of industry leaders that kind of go through and select some of the top ones. And then it goes out to a public vote, which is where it ended last year. And then this year, like they're going to just take in the public vote into consideration, but then come back in and really kind of judge it for, yeah. for, from, you know, have have the, I don't know if it's the same panel or, but it's another panel come back in, take into consideration the votes versus what they think the quality is and kind of like be, come up with the winners, I guess, you know, yeah. but, but I think there's, there's, they have a, uh, I think they're trying to get more people involved and it'll be a, a wide range of um, prizes. I, so it's not like just the top people are going to win something. Yeah. I think yeah. they'll be st- they'll be staged out. Well, they have the category breakdown. Yeah. Before you go into that, yeah, I just want to say that I think that more companies should do this because of like we had Tana on mm-hmm. and other people where they are taking these videos down. They're not allowing you oh, to yeah. post this stuff yeah. on these yep. places, and this is an an opportunity and a place where you can submit. It's a space where you can share this stuff. Exactly. Exactly. Sorry, go ahead. With well with with like minded, passionate people that want to see it. Yeah. Exactly. Okay, there there is a lot of folks out there in the public in the social social media world. They don't want to see dead bears and blood and gutted right. fish and all that shit. Well, that sucks. But we like it. We'll see right. it. We want to see it. And that's yeah. where this this space is available here. Um professional long Professional short, amateur long, and amateur short. Yeah, the categories. Those two. There's four yeah. categories. Okay. Um, which is pretty dope because then you got the hardcore like dude invests lots of money in his mm-hmm. camera and has yeah. like a crew and you're gonna do yeah. the video or the DIY guy yeah. who's gonna go out there like real deal Holyfield like w- w- more or less that we can relate to. You're absolutely right. Yeah. Um, this this looks fun. Oh, it, it's. And then and then getting to see all all of the submissions, right? Yeah. Like it's yeah, you get to see some pretty cool stuff because they still put them out, right? They're like these are all the submissions yeah. and these are the ones that won. Ooh, I, that would I be think cool. so. I think they do. Yeah, yeah, because this is a place for you to like go look yeah. at it all. Uh, is there like I'm looking at it right now, and I could dig into it more, but. Um, so where where is this typically at as far as like where sure, are they going to show I'm sure, it? I'm sure COVID's been screwing it all up these last couple of years, but I imagine moving forward there's going to be an actual like a venue to go to. No, on this. no, oh, no. It's not? So, so that one's like an online film festival. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. okay. It's not like the full draw film tour. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's yeah, it'd be so cool to do that up here. See, man. and one thing with the full like, so Chris is just trying to get people involved it's kind of a marketing tool for the western hunter more than anything i think mm-hmm. whereas like full draw film tour is a business um they're going around uh, their their tour now is huge compared to when i was in it they're selling seats oh yeah yeah, yeah. and they're they're driving out east like oh, wow. oh yeah well yeah into the corn country and beyond like yeah. they're yeah they're they're making a full u.s tour out of it wow and it's a lot of work, but it's cool. Like yeah. it's and th- and they're selling merch and they're selling raffle tickets and mm. seats. Yeah, yeah, but but like the, it's a business yeah. for for them. Where I don't see where the money is being made on Chris's end. I think it's just a marketing tool yeah. and and it giving and yeah. giving us a place to to yeah vo- voice our videos. That's you know, cool. I mean, well, they had one at uh, a fly fishing yes thing yeah. at Beartooth. I was gonna go with my son, but he had something going on. Um, and that's I'm really bummed that message. Same it, story, just or same concept, I guess. Yeah. You know, but but with fly fishing, man, I will tell you what though, I've some of those some of those uh, 
fly fishing videos are pretty legit. Oh man, yeah, yeah. Man, shit. like I'm not really into that, but I get off on the cinematography side of it where. Mm-hmm. I'm dissecting the film for a different reason. Yeah. And, and I'm like, oh man, that's a killer shot. Like, you know, just, yeah. <laughs> it's like, that's bad. You know, it's getting what's, what they're putting in to get that. Yeah. 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 I respect it. Yeah. You know, so what's the prizes? They got prizes. Oh yeah. Like what is it? It was a lot. Did it say Brandon on there with the prize? Oh were? yeah, dude. Uh, marsupial products, you know, bino harnesses, um, it's stone like, glacier packs, uh, uh, the Baku bikes, Oh the, yeah, the, the yeah. e-bikes. Oh, I'm sure there's. Oh, it said like forty-five thousand. Yeah, yeah, forty-five thousand yeah. dollars in prizes. Yep. Yeah, yeah, twenty different, twenty plus different prizes, prizes sponsors, um, and they're going to release them here soon. They don't have all of it, but they're about to. Yeah, they're yeah. still to let it rip. Up. But yeah, that's way cool that they're doing it. I, I, I don't know. I was just thinking about. <laughs> it makes me want to make a video. For sure. I mean, yeah. we've got content. I mean, obviously, got to step our game up big time to get into this category, but. Well, um, it's not it's um, it's not like the full draw film tour though. You know, I mean, they're gonna. It, it's not like only the top seven are gonna be right. Played, no, there's those amateurs you know? and those yeah. things. I mean, there's gonna be a yeah. lot of probably a lot of really good stuff and a lot of stuff that is gonna come through there. <laughs> oh, but, yeah. but hey, man, again, it's it's hey, to we've the put guy. out some. Uh, oh, definitely stuff too. That, that, that iPhone video. Yeah, <laughs> a little pixelated in the YouTube yeah. uh, uh, channel. Don't worry about that. <laughs> But don't, no, I mean again, it's that. it's just like putting your neck out there and doing it, and like you learn from it, going yeah. for it. Yeah. You know, there's it's, only it's one way to do cool. it. You, you I mean, gotta go for it. Yeah, yeah. I didn't. Get, well, I mean, it seems I, I was I didn't get into the full draw film till the first time, but even even the second time, it's like I mean, but I I, I tried, I guess. You know, yeah. I mean, I put yeah, in effort, it, yeah. but it's like I didn't get in the first time. You know, I mean, you just gotta you gotta do it. And you gotta learn. Yeah, you know. And shit, since then, I haven't really, like, even entered. Like I said, I kind of dropped off the map for a while. Well, it's just a lot, man. Yeah. Like you're, you know, it sounds like you've established a career. Um, for the most part. Yeah, I, if I don't have to work sheep season in my entire life, I think I just established yeah. a career. Well, I mean, I, just, I, I think when you were, when you were, you, exactly. Yeah. No, you just God, got the, are they the mother load. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, I would like, <laughs> well, I would like that same deal. <laughs> I, I was get like, the exact deal. <laughs> I was bouncing around the idea this last spring of like just changing up what I've been doing and, and yeah. doing some stuff through the summer to make ends meet. And of course, I got a family and a mortgage and all this. So it's oh, kind of yeah. risky to do all that. But I, I was trying to kind of finagle the same thing. I was trying to actually see if I could get August through December. Oh, because, okay, yeah. well, because there's really, really awesome hunting opportunities mm-hmm. in wintertime too. And uh, for blacktail deer and stuff, and but um, it, it's, I mean, you hit the you hit the jackpot because it's just not something that you can swing. No, very often. No, you know, I, it was with with having the shift thing and the yeah. whole deal. And and realistically, as far as like <laughs> work and money is concerned, it uh, I can pick up extra shifts. Uh, yeah. you know, especially yeah. in the winter when there's nothing to do here. Right. Well, I shouldn't say that. I just don't partake in winter activities. Yeah. Um, you know, it's yeah. like I can put in extra shifts up there and pick up mm-hmm. a few extra weeks, no problem. That, yeah. that will allow that. Well, and the, and what what I had, you know, had mentioned earlier before I lost my train of thought was well, you're doing that stuff, you're not you don't maybe have that time to do the the content editing and yeah. and all that like I don't have it as much as I used to. Right, because you're busy, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. we're all busy. But, I mean, it's, you know, Daniel, bless his heart, does all the editing for our podcast. And, mm-hmm. and 
you know, it's been growing pains, but he's streamlined it pretty good. But he's putting a lot of time and effort oh, yeah. and investment in, in something that he loves and cares for. And, and thank God we have him because it wouldn't, our, our, <laughs> there would our, be nothing going on. our product <laughs> wouldn't be what it is. Um, yeah. But uh, the video editing's got to be like next level time investment uh, in, in so, some are easy some are hard uh, yeah like uh, oh my goodness dude. yeah like, some of them fall right together it's just crazy mm. right and it, so i'll tell you the hardest thing for me and i think it's it's well accepted over most video editors is is matching the content that you have with the music for the feel that you're looking for yeah. and it, and it kind of all has to mesh and finding that music is the hardest part where there's just there was times and there's even still is times that I just well like oh I'm kind of tired not really tired need to go to bed but don't really want to like start my brain editing I'll just sit down and start clicking through songs I'm listening to the intros like if I don't feel it move on yep. move on it doesn't matter which one you choose either there's gonna be haters yeah it's true <laughs> it's true dude, but it, it's matter. what i, it's what I just said it's the feeling that you're you looking want for. Yeah, yeah, yeah 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 you know exactly yeah, yeah. 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 you're not gonna please everyone. everybody no. and, 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 and and it doesn't even have and i can just tell from editing so many of them that i it's like i don't even have to have a specific spot in mind for a song i'm just sitting there scrolling through it and it's like oh that's a good one save that one I can fit that into a somewhere later. Like, I like that one. I like the feel of it. I like how, you yeah. know, and keep going. And then there's so many times I fall asleep in my chair. <laughs> well, well, you know, it's funny you said that because I know a lot of music producers and I would, I would tell them to send me originals. Oh yeah. Sounds and music and stuff like that. And they're like, well, you're doing it backwards. Like first you should line up the thing and then put the music. And in my head, I was like, no, I, I, I want to, line up the vi the shots with the sounds mm -hmm. that's how i do it yeah you know what i'm saying and i don't know if that's uh, or these guys the, were sold a toy like well that's totally backwards it, at least the vibe right exactly yeah that's what i was going yeah. for i was like i want this sort of like vibe mm -hmm. before mm -hmm. i to put the the images to this sound yeah. I, yeah it's just as important you know i feel like yeah and he totally was just like <laughs> like he's like i don't know <laughs> It's yeah like, okay well never it, mind guys. you watch my yeah. you watch my films i'm definitely heavy on the music side but mm -hmm. um music tells you how to feel mm -hmm. and so if you pick the right music you know like it can it, it can really really add to a video yes right it can also really break it but but it in in my mind, I, I'd like to think that I'm adding to it. Um, and to some yeah. people, obviously, they're like, "Oh my gosh, why all the rock music?" And it's like, yeah, yeah. "Well, I don't know. That's just what this video." I had to like. change it because I couldn't <laughs> fucking stand the song. Oh yeah, wasted three minutes of my life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, okay. Yeah. Thanks for commenting. <laughs> but but it's just going through those catalogs of of music that oh god, it takes. And and I mean, I'll tell you straight up on on like that that burn buck video. Uh, at the you know at the time I was like trying to buy you know five ten fifteen dollar like one off songs to to put on here for like you know non copyrighted stuff, and then um, I found this one one spot and it was higher end higher end music, but he wanted like one hundred and fifty bucks a song to oh jeez but guess what one of them I bought it and it made that video oh right okay like, so it was worth it oh yeah yeah and and. I I I I can attribute I I can guarantee I would not have won that had I not bought that song. Yeah. 
Guaranteed. That was it. That made it. Yeah. yeah. It, 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 that it gave went, it the feeling. It, it yep. told the audience how to feel. It yeah. told them that this is intense, that this is more or less sad. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, and set the tone. Yeah. And I well, play I played it at the beginning of it and I actually reused it at the end to 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 finish it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it's like when you watch uh you know a horror film or something like you know something's about to go down <laughs> right you know what i'm saying right. because the yeah. music yeah, it builds up yeah. to it yeah. yeah yeah it's 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 uh, in my opinion it's the most important part it, it tells you how to feel yeah yeah that's hard that's and the it's hard part and too. it's the it's the hardest part because to find to match all that up yeah that's what takes the longest time yeah yeah uh, let's switch gears real quick. Um, I know we're going kind of long, but I, I, before I we get chatted, because we're definitely going to have to bring you back, Zach. <laughs> I want to get into some kind of uh, geeky gear stuff. Um, oh, yeah. Well, yeah like, I, I brought my rifle today. Yeah, man. Yeah, uh, tell us what you brought, and then along with that, I want to know, like, I know that you are you got some with QU. Oh, Oh, you mean, just like their stuff? Uh, yeah. I, you know, I'm always I'm not, curious I'm on really. what, what's, like, what do you, what do you have, um, what's, like, something cool that you're, that you are like into right now like man this is like a must have this bag is awesome or this tent or this Ooh. whatever is there something in there they're like man you guys should really like check this out is there something that stands out give me a minute let me think about this for a second that's a that's a deep question <laughs> yeah i know because because like, like because like every piece I of gear at the, well, especially like especially a backcountry i'm gonna call it a backcountry mountain hunter i'm not gonna really call it a sheep hunter but i mean yes it can't it 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 is is a sheep hunter but a but a backcountry backpack hunter every piece of gear is calculated yeah right mm-hmm. um so well I, you know i'm just curious because as we move into the season you know yeah. what i'm saying of, of backpack hunting like is there something a product that you've seen come out you're like man this is really cool um this is new or this is like some or, or even something that you know what i'm saying you've had forever and you're like i gotta have this I was wondering what that was. Oh, yeah, I was like, wondering uh, what that okay. was. I got one. This guy right here. This is my this is my new geeky toy for the for the year, and uh, it has nothing really to do with the actual hunting side of of it. But um, put your fingers right there. Is that's that a, air? Is it cool in your barrel? That's a barrel fan. Oh, oh. cool! Right. So you go to the range. You go to the range and you know you shoot a group and you, you know sit around for a while. You know, yeah, you just this thing plugs right in and blows air out that barrel. Oh, what's it called? Oh, that's a good point. Uh, <laughs> rifle cool, oh. rifle cool, but spelled funny. R i f l e cool, like the brand K u h l. Rifle cool. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. there it is. There six, it is, guys. Six, Sixty bucks, I think. Well worth the money. Holy yeah. smokes, is well worth the money. So, how many rounds do you fire through before you plug that in? Well, so when like so, I was doing load development this week. Yeah, um, with two rifles actually, and which which actually helped a lot. So so like when you're doing load development, you, you know you're gonna I, I shoot groups of five, okay, um, and it's just starting to get a little warm after five, mm-hmm. and so I I with two guns it's nice because it's like okay set this one aside, grab the next one, cool down, shoot five, but one. so instantly after those five, I put this thing in and I let it sit over there. Oh, as, okay. as I'm shooting this five. Mm. And so like the second gun thing really helped as far as time saver. But I mean, it, yeah, I mean, your barrel's not going to melt down right away, but, but, it, but what really affects it is your barrel gets so hot that the mirage starts coming off the barrel yep. and, and affecting when I'm trying to shoot a freaking you know, like half inch group, 
<laughs> having the mirage move my target's a problem. This is with you when yeah. it's cold. Yeah. You ever go shoot in the winter? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Man, it's like. The mirage is bad. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. It's like you're only good for like half a dozen shots. And yeah. You got to stop for a bit. But yeah. So this is my geeky new toy for, like for uh, yeah, this thing's awesome. Yeah. Um, and I mean, it's small. It has a. Oh, the, that thing came down? Oh, that's Yeah. Kind of. So you don't break it. And then uh, like it, it goes into that into the action and then you kind of just run the bolt back to hold it in place yeah and and i mean it, as far as i can tell it fits all actions. i wonder if they have that can that be adapted to um blow up your airpad oh my gosh right that's game changer yeah <laughs> i don't know it's pretty heavy is it is it okay well <laughs> anymore so i can run the run one of the thermal they don't rest. got the usb one yet where they well the, <laughs> i run the thermal rest where you got the the air the bag that you can like you i just like so i, I kind of blow into it to open it up but then you like seal it and then compress yes. it and blow it up. well you're getting like two or three breaths per one really yeah and uh, i just yeah. used that on our um fourth of july i tried i was mm-hmm. like oh, i never tried this thing i don't know yeah. to see actually it did to cut it in half I mean, I'm not going to yeah. say that it's faster, but you're not getting lightheaded. Exactly. I don't, don't got to show oh, on how out of shape I am. Yeah, well, especially you go camping with the family, you got to <laughs> blow up four of them. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. It's like that thing works. Well, I mean, if you're just like going camping, like this would probably be legit. Yeah. I, I mean, there's enough air there. Oh, that would work. Yeah. And give it a few minutes. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's really loud, and everyone at the range looks really funny when they're trying to figure out where that noise is coming yeah. from. <laughs> oh, I bet. <laughs> what is he got going on over there? Oh, yeah. Guys walk by, and they pull the earplug out, and they're looking around like, what, what is this? Is someone flying a drone <laughs> around and it, here? Yeah, <laughs> and, I, and I'm, it's like every time I, I feel half embarrassed, it's like, oh, I just got a, I got a fan. Like, and, then it, and then it's a big thing. A what? Like, yeah. <laughs> I got to give me one that. of those. Yeah. I mean, I saw it online, and I'm like, oh, that's badass. I got to try that. And I literally I bought it knowing I had two two rifles to load develop for and I'm like that's going to save me hours. Yeah. So yeah, it is, man. Yeah. Man. man good one. Perfect. Back, back, back to the, back to like backcountry stuff. I can't I don't know. It's also important. Um I I mean it, nothing really new, but I'm like a firm believer in micro spikes. Okay? Okay. Uh yeah, and I don't go anywhere without them. I uh, lifesavers. Yeah, big time. Oh yeah, in mud, snow, glaciers. I mean, they're you're you're. I feel like they really will cover like seventy five percent of what people think you need crampons for. Yeah, right. Oh. I mean, I feel like you need a crampon for like climbing up ice walls. Okay, if you're just out walking across the glacier, like you know, fairly flat. But I mean, even some like plenty, plenty of spike. You don't. I mean, and they're small and they're light and compact, and they don't poke oh, holes in your backpack. Yeah, I like that because <laughs> I, I know we've been on some where guys have been crampons. I'm like, ah, it's, uh, that's it's overkill. It's overkill, like man. I'm not going to climb this glacier, dude. Yeah. So the micro spikes, that's good. I would. That's something I would bring even on like a wet, muddy mud. Yeah. Climbing. So you get you hunt. get on some of those. Well, even just sheep country, you get on some of those steep faces and it's grass, and then it gets wet. Yeah. Oh, it's just slicker and yep. snot. Especially if your boots are half worn out. Um, I've been in that situation where I've literally had to wear them in the, in the tundra. That's just so steep that I'm just so slipping. slipping. Yeah. yeah. Be, mainly because my boots were wore out. Yeah. I'm you looking into that. Or you actually. could get a, a, a light snow overnight, man. Oh yeah. It slicks everything up. Oh, so, and, and, and the way with like micro spikes is you beat them up, but you, you, I use them in the rocks. You can boulder hop with them. Yeah. And, and still get the bite. 
Yeah. Oh man, that you stick to the like snow covered rocks. So actually, yeah. that happened last year on the last second to last week of sheep season. It snowed on us, and uh, yeah, it was micro spikes all day on running ridge lines because all the all the snow on on those they don't even have to be like super big boulders, right? Just some some scree stuff where it's not like it's like you know bigger than softballs, but not boulders. Yeah. You know where you're kind of rock hopping, yeah. and. Uh, where they're big enough to move <laughs> yeah that's where yeah. you know and you you're you're working those those rock fields and and the micro spikes have enough give in them to to um contour to the rocks and grab a hold of them and and whereas like if you try to do it with crampons a lot they're they're so stiff that they could slip oh okay mm-hmm. right yeah well good call on that yeah no i'm that's that's that was perfect. it's kind that of been more some, than expected it's been yeah, something dude, that totally. i've that i I, well, I didn't even know about micro spikes until I came up here. I didn't know about it until you just said it. Yeah. I mean, I, I've known of them. I just thought that that was pretty much a cramp on. No. But, but they're not. No. Yeah. They're not. They're so like I, a, they're, they're a heavier duty, like just, what do they call Ice chain or whatever okay, that they call like for the like just in town, right? Yeah, Everyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Like I've got a set for my running shoes mm-hmm. that are like the little spikes, but, and it goes right over my. Your tennis shoes. Tennis shoes. Yeah. yeah, but these ones are like... Actual little spikes. For your, for your mountain but boots, yeah. Can More you order up two of those? Yeah, I mean, they're not that expensive <laughs> Jamie? Either. No, but they're kind of heavy, right? As right, far, as so far as extra weight. and But uh, no, a non-questionable item in my pack. Wow, okay. Yeah, Yeah, because that's something I've never actually had Yeah. Um, were those. And, and, you know, a couple times up there in the brooks, you get some of those weather systems that run mm-hmm. through and then... You know, we've just been sitting there waiting for the snow to melt mm-hmm. because it was like, I'm we're, or, not going, we're not going down that. Or pack, yeah. packing out a heavy pack downhill. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Traction. Yeah. Instant. Like, yep. don't even worry. Oh, in fact, <laughs> we killed a couple goats on Kodiak one year. Um, not not really a snow, more like a heavy frost, but uh, we, you know, we shot them on a north-facing slope, which, you know, is frozen solid. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I got no sun. Right and uh, which is kind of not normal. They're normally on the south sides, but yeah, but with the ground was rock hard, and it was so steep that it, without micro spikes we couldn't have done it. Like yeah. is is steep it, enough, it and with slipped. that little bit of frost, I mean it wasn't really snow, but just just barely white with like frost, mm-hmm. slick as shit. Yeah. yeah, and put the micro spikes on, hundred percent confidence. Like, wow, just every step, go. Yep. It's good. Mm. Yeah. I, buy I mean, the combination between that and trekking poles. Yeah. And, and I run, yeah. I, I'm kind of a douche now and I run two whippets, but. Uh, two. Is that the, is that the, um, the ones with like the ice axe thing yeah, on the yeah, top, yeah. right? It's yeah, a trekking yeah. pole, but got the, got oh, the thing on top. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I ran one for a while and I put myself in a situation where I wish I had two and now I run two. Yeah. <laughs> Even <laughs> though I don't normally need to. Yeah. This one's pretty light. That one time. Uh, it's no different. I mean, you not don't notice it. You, well, it's, it's not. It's not pack weight. So, like, you don't. Yeah. You don't really. Oh, know. okay. It's not. You're holding. Your yeah, hands. yeah. Yeah. And okay, game changer. I, I know I have a picture of this somewhere. I take pictures often. Uh, I dig the nicest beds to put my tent in. With oh, those with things. That thing? oh, oh no my shit. gosh. Oh yeah. I get. I'm. I'm all Multi-use. about the 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 luxury suite when I put my tent down. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay, that's good. Especially in those situations where, like, in. you know, you're not in the best spot. Oh yeah, you just and then and then with that thing, you, you you know, you dig out the high side and move it to the low side, and you're only moving half the material to get you to know even to, it out. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. Oh. 
you're not just lazy and slapping it up and dealing with shitty nice rest. You're actually no. like no, no, good sleep. Clean it up. Oh yeah, exactly. good for you. Flat. Good sleep. Because it's easy to get impatient, especially if you arrive wherever, or you're like, well, shit, it's getting late. I gotta just like figure out a spot now. Yeah, and then you know to put in the extra work is kind of. You don't really want it. You're just like, I just want to get my bag, man. Like, I just want to get yeah. in this bag. It's got to be worth it, though. I, yeah. Very rarely. I mean, I can think of the last time I slept on an uneven surface where I didn't I didn't even. You didn't put in work and well, actually. It's not that I couldn't. It's, it was so rocky, I, I couldn't. I couldn't dig. Yeah. There was like nothing. There was no option. Yeah. No, and and we were just in a bad spot, and it was late, and the wind was going to start blowing even harder. And, in fact, that night was one of the windier nights I've slept on top of a mountain, and it was blowing 50 to 70, and my tent was in my face. Just yeah. – But, like, I – that night, that I sucked. I was yeah. in an uneven bed. The wind blew on me all night. Like, oh, it was, God. Yeah, yeah, set up the fail. Oh, yeah. It was. It was <laughs> but, but no, that, yeah, that's, that's I run part two, of it. I run two of them now. Like, it's just. There you nice. go. And now the new ones, um, which I've done recently to travel with them, uh, like, you know, because I take them everywhere. I take them to Arizona, even though it, I don't really, I mean, I need trekking poles, but it's like at that point, it's just part of my gear. I don't yeah. even, I just, it's what it is. Mm-hmm. Well, the tops actually unscrew off now. And the first ones I bought, they were solid, like solids. And you could not take the spike or the, I don't even know what you call it, the whip it part off at all. Well, now, and so like that was kind of neglecting to buy the new ones because I'm like, I'm going to break that. Mm-hmm. And no, no. Solid. Solid. Awesome. Must that's, be easier to pack. Good. And so then yeah. you can you can take them off, and then Travel. they're just trekking poles. Yeah. Oh, okay. Right. If yeah. you don't, and, and if, I don't know. I, every time I seem to let somebody use one, they're like, "Okay, I'm buying one." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They like didn't even realize what they were missing. Yeah and, yeah. and so like last year, I let someone borrow one that I was hunting with, and we went through. We were really pinched in in this in this mountain spot, and there was only one way up these kind of little miniature avalanche chutes and we kind of had to like climb up this finger cross one of the chutes to the next finger and it was a little unnerving it it wasn't i mean obviously we did it but it it was a little sketch and uh i I was like you want one of these because like because then what happens is if you do like we if you do slip and right, fall. But the cliff is like, you know, 40 yards below us. Like, we're, we're, we get up high enough that you have time to catch yourself, right? I yeah. mean, yeah, that shoot's cliffed out. You're screwed. But it's yeah. like if you do fall, you fall specifically just like you would an ice axe, right? You, you fall into it, you land on it, and you catch yourself, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. it's it's a it's a more of a graceful plan to fall than because you because you're just in those scree slides where it's just going to slide out from under you yep, and if you fall a pill yeah like, exactly yeah, yeah you're going to fall up and and if you feel like you're going to go you just you just stop yourself with yeah. that with that thing and, you, and it's like i i keep it on my uh, on my uphill hand and, and yeah you know it's yeah. well or like when i have two then he just yeah but i'm gonna put myself in some avalanche well one avalanche shoot particular um i went down it and realized about three quarters of the way down it that I was cliffed out, and then I had to turn around and climb back out of it. Oh. And that's where it's like I dug a shelf with it, which is oh, I did that with my ram last year too with it. I, I was in a scree slide, super super steep. It took me 35, 40 minutes, but I because it's like I was out dig, it would just keep falling into itself. Oh. But I'm by myself on this freaking scree slide. It's the, the, if I start to work on that ram, he's going down. He's, yeah. he's rolling down the mountain. Oh right, right. So it's like I had to sit there and dig a shelf with that thing, and 
then way way easier on your hands. You know, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's and that thing moves dirt. You'd Found be surprised. Plenty of like reasons why. Oh yeah, yeah. Scenarios where you, mm-hmm. how how would you have done it any other way? Yeah, right on, mm. Zach. We appreciate you coming in. Hey, no, this is awesome. Thanks for having Man, me. Man, we'll have yeah. to have you back in because I didn't hit like twenty of the <laughs> points I wanted we'll to just get with you. Roll that agenda <laughs> over into the next round. Oh yeah, uh, yeah no problem. I mean, yeah. uh, the one thing I'm good for is a good story. So yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Thanks for the stories. Um, anyone listening, if you want to check out Zach Kenner's stuff, it's Hard Working Hunter on Instagram, Facebook, uh, YouTube as well. Yeah. Same thing, Hard Working yeah. Hunter. Um, good luck out there this season. Yeah, you guys and, too. Keep uh, in touch. We look forward to uh, having a video come out. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. I've already mentally kind of ran this in my head. Now so you just got to go shoot the footage. Uh, a lot of it's already shot. Okay. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. okay. Now you just need to edit it. Uh-huh. Do you have some plans though this year to to get the camera I mean, out and, and I, get after it? I pack it everywhere. Okay. It's just a matter of I pack them everywhere, which. <sighs> Sometimes I get out there and I half-ass it, and then I wish I wouldn't have. And sometimes I half-ass it and it's good enough. And sometimes I do a good job. It's like it kind of all depends on yeah. the, on like if I get a really good kill scene or if I get some really good B-roll of live animals. Yeah. You know, kind of like, I don't yeah. know. Me personally, I get tired of filming or w- even watching people's films where they're just walking around hiking. <laughs> right? It's like yeah. I, want it, I want it to be interesting. Yeah. yeah. And so, yeah. yeah. But no, I mean, I'll, I pack cameras everywhere, so it's just a matter of... Of capturing something okay. that I think's worthy, I guess you yeah. know. You'll be well, get, you'll be getting after the content then. Yeah, but I, it's a, I, I oh okay, I'll I'll just fucking spill the beans a little a little quick. So like the the video on this West, encore here. on this Western Hunter one, <laughs> I know I'm I'm kind of putting. I'm talking to talk. I'm going to have to walk the walk on this okay, one. Okay, here, yeah, here we go. We brought you into talk, You're going long We form. brought you into talk. <laughs> I, I, I'm kind of, I'm so I'm, I'm going to tell my story kind of like what I already did with you guys tonight. I mean, I took a, there was a lot of rabbit holes, but it's like I, I want to tell, I have so much freaking cool video that it's like I want to kind of tell this story and uh, my story, not not like necessarily as as from a kid, but at least my Alaska story, the whole thing. And I've mm. kind of somewhat told that with like my sheep video that I have out. My, my first Ram video is on YouTube. Um, and that's, and I've wrote the, that same kind of story in a couple magazine articles um, where, Oh yeah, I moved to Alaska. Cause it was the dream shop, shop my shit. Like, yeah. you know, but um, I want to title it. Follow your dream. Okay. Mm. And I want it. I'm, I'm, I'm going to, a progression yeah. video. Yeah, a progression. <laughs> and and then on top of that, there may be a pinnacle hunt happening this fall that I haven't really dropped the beans on. Okay. Yeah. And uh, cool. so that's, it's going to end with that. Yeah. But, you know, those videos, even the long ones, are only 30 minutes. So it's going to be 15 minutes of a history kind of yeah. progression and yeah. then 15 minutes of the hunt. Mm-hmm. A yeah, compelling nice. story. Yeah. yeah. And 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 cuz cuz legitimate well it, uh, I I booked my first guided hunt this year. Wow. Ah, I paid money nice. to go wow. shoot something. Oh, good for you. So uh, yeah, anyways. Good for you. I'm, nice. I'm not normally that guy, which I don't really have anything against it. Like I'm 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 well, a public supporter of all kinds of hunting. I don't you high yeah. fence, go do your thing. I don't yeah. I don't care, right? That's if, if that's what turns you that's good yeah Yeah. you know yeah i mean i might i'm not gonna do it but i don't care like like, i'm not gonna talk down to any kind of hunting yeah right so 
It's uh, yeah. So like, I've never. I'm always the guy that's like, oh, I don't really do guided shit. You know, I yeah. just kind of DIY. It probably it, sets the expectation pretty high, though. Huh? Uh, I mean, it's overseas, so it's gonna be badass. Oh, okay. Oh shit. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. We'll leave it at that. We'll leave it at oh, that. We'll totally. be looking out the video coming up. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Be ready. Yeah. yeah. Well, Zach. Th- yeah. Thanks, man. Thanks, <laughs> yeah. guys, for having me on. We yeah, appreciate absolutely. you, Alaska. Time, thanks bro. for listening. Uh, check out Hardworking Hunter online, Alaska Wild Project online. Um, check out the merch. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. We appreciate you guys listening. Thank you, and stay wild. You remember my speaking to you of what I call your overcautiousness. Are you not overcautious when you assume that you cannot do what the enemy is constantly doing? The Alaska Wild Project podcast is brought to you by the following sponsors. Barney Sports Chalet, supplying hunters with the best hand-selected gear since 1963. The exclusive home of Frontier Gear, built for the rugged Alaskan terrain. Your one-stop shop for all your outdoor needs. Visit Barney's today at 906 West Northern Lights. Arbor Digital, the forefront of digital assets, cryptocurrencies, and wealth management. Providing a low-cost, research-based investment strategy for Alaskans looking to invest their hard-earned money. Visit arborcapital.io today to put your money to work. Tailored Restoration 24-Hour Emergency Home Services. Helping Alaskans restore their dreams since 1972. Services include fire, water, mold, post-emergency cleaning, repair, and remodeling. Give them a call in Anchorage, Eagle River, Matsu, or Fairbanks. Hit them up at tailoredrestorationalaska.com. Total Truck and Alaska Overlander, Alaska's premier supplier for custom automotive accessories and overlanding products, providing all-inclusive rental vehicles and trailers custom outfitted to explore the Alaskan backcountry with a unique and convenient traveling experience. Serrano's Mexican Grill, two locations, one on Tudor, one on Northern Lights. The Northern Lights location has their new tequila bar. Check it out. Also see their daily specials at serranosmexicangrill.com. TheTreeHouseAK.com, located at 341 Boniface Parkway, Alaska's own and grown cannabis and CBD store. Ask the bud tender what the strain of the day is to get your 10% off. The Treehouse, where the culture lives. The Connoisseur Lounge, Alaska's premier locally owned and operated cannabis retailer, located in the heart of Palmer, Alaska. Their cultivated products include Snowcap Romance, Aurora Haze, Super Glue, and much more. Find them at theconnoisseurlounge.net. AKO Farms, located in Sitka, Alaska, built from the ground up with concentrates as their single motivation, with exclusive products such as their sugar wax, full spectrum diamond sauce cards, and more. Ask your local bud tender about AKO. Marijuana has intoxicating effects and may be habit-forming and addictive. Marijuana impairs concentration, coordination, and judgment. Do not operate a vehicle or machinery under the influence. There are health risks associated with consumption of marijuana. For the use of only by adults 21 and older. Keep out of the reach of children and marijuana should not be used by women who are pregnant or breastfeeding. The Bait Shack. Located on Ship Creek upstream of the bridge. Can't miss the bright red shack. They are the go-to fishing gear rental and guide service on Ship Creek tight lines and fish on come hook into the action with them hit them up at thebaitshackak.com anchor town dogs located on fourth avenue across from the old fourth avenue theater look for the blue and gold umbrella from reindeer dogs to bomb euros they've got you covered anchor town dogs your local gourmet hot dog and sausage cart Crude Magazine, Alaska-based media outlet using the last frontier as a springboard to discover larger truths about the cultures of our great state. Read more at crudemag.com. Lawn Pro AK, Alaska's year-round professional property maintenance team. 
services include snow and ice management, weekly lawn care, and more. Get your free estimate today at LawnProAK.com. Double Shovel Cider Company, located off of Arctic and 58th, handcrafted Alaskan-made colonial ciders. They also have a tap room downtown on the corner of 5th and E. Stop by today and taste an award-winning cider. Lady with a Plan, your own Alaska event planner. From scouting the perfect location to planning the tiniest details. Specializing in event management and production for intimate social gatherings. Find Lady with a Plan on Instagram. Should you not claim to be at least his equal in prowess and act upon the claim? I say try. If we never try, we shall never succeed. This proposition is a simple truth. And it's too important to be lost sight of for a moment. If we cannot beat the enemy where he now is, we never can. It is all easy if our troops march as well as the enemy. And it is unmanly to say they cannot do it.